0: Our guest, Mr. Ishmael, and um, all other members that I've uh, not I've um, not seen them, but you're welcome to this meeting. Before we start, um, we will, I will request that we observe moment of silence for meditation or condition. prayer. Our guest, Mr. Ishmael. And um, all other members that I've uh, not I've uh, not seen them, but you're welcome to this meeting. Before we start, um, we I'll will request that we observe moment of Pre-le-oh-ha. silence, and meditation, Ishmael. <coughs> And um, um, well, all the petition not um, the um, them but you're welcome to this meeting before we start um, we
1: will
0: observe moment. the 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 agenda the um, honorable members before we start we'll note the apologies as um, I'm going to request Coliswa to note apologies for members who have not managed to come to this meeting Kualiswa. Good morning Chairperson. thank you very much uh, uh, Good morning Chairperson. good morning members and our guest uh, I have a uh, An apology from the Minister of Human Settlements. I have an apology from the Deputy Minister and also from Member Mvana. They are not able to join the meeting today. Thank you. Thank you very much. Call this one. Hello, Chair. Yes. Oh, okay. I thought you were calling me. Oh, no, no, I was thinking. Thank you very much, uh, Koliswa. Honorable members, that that are the apologies um, forwarded for this meeting today. I want to take this opportunity to welcome members of the committee, Um, welcome our guests in this meeting. You are heartily welcome to this meeting. Um, our agenda, as I've indicated, that we have the report from the Gender Commission, which was referred to as uh, by the Chair of Chairs. Um, I'm going to allow, we've invited the Gender Commission to be part of this meeting. I'm going to allow them to talk to their report, and then members of the committee will interact with that report. Um, Agenda uh, Commission.
2: Chairperson, it's Honourable Powell. Good morning, Chair. Good morning. Um, the agenda that we have this morning that was sent to us last night notes that the petition by Miss Ismail um, and then the briefing by the Akuraleni Municipality was to happen straight after apologies, followed then um, by a discussion and then on item 8, the briefing by the CGE. So can we move to the item as per the agenda, please?
0: The agenda that we, we, we finalised yesterday was starting with the gender commission.
2: Um, I'm looking at the email that Kaliswa sent 11 hours ago at 9.48pm. The agenda that was attached to that email sent Honourable
3: member.
0: Honourable member, I'm saying the agenda that is there on the screen. Unfortunately, um, there was probably there was a mistake. So the agenda is there on the on the screen.
2: So at what point between 10 p.m. last night and this morning was the agenda unilaterally changed? <laughs> Unilateral, what do you mean? Well, we as the committee were sent this agenda. You're saying that the agenda was changed. We haven't been alerted to that, which means that the chain was, change was Honorable unilateral.
0: Honourable Powell, honourable Powell. The, yes, I'm saying the agenda. The agenda is developed by the chair and the secretary, and unfortunately, the the secretary has uh, forwarded the agenda, uh, which um, I have. What I have confirmed is the one that I've seen here. But,
4: Chairperson,
2: it can't be the case that 10 o'clock last night and this morning items have been removed from the agenda.
0: Honourable member, we are not going to debate the agenda. Unless if you are saying (laughs) you propose that we change, you can change the agenda because you have as members. If you want to change the agenda, suggest that can we change the agenda. The agenda is on the screen, Honourable member.
2: Look at the screen. Chairperson... The, the I'm sorry, I'm sorry, this is this is really not acceptable. At ten o'clock last night, we were sent an agenda. We as members prepare for the agenda as per what is circulated to us. Now this morning committee, you bring us a new agenda with items having been moved oh, off. Oh not a Order President order, President. order why was why have items been off of the agenda, chairperson That's the question that I'm asking. Order. order, order. 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 order yes, come
0: yes. on. I, request I mean,
5: that The, the chronology of, 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 of the up. agenda should not be a discussion point. We Please. are still gonna discuss all the points on the agenda. Why is it an issue to discuss what comes first on the agenda? Because we work
2: together as a team. But a, so but on on a team all the agenda items must be discussed. Ms. Shekho, you Honourable have not member. been recognized by the chairperson. I'm not Honourable addressing you. I'm addressing Honorable Semenya. Honorable Semenya, Honorable members, Honorable members, Honorable members,
0: Honorable members, the meeting has got agenda items
5: to be discussed. We Honourable shall discuss follow-up. Of- I- <laughs>
0: Honorable members, no, members, the agenda is on the screen. Honorable members, the agenda is on the screen. Ona rapol mashiro. No manau. No, I don't have time for mashiro because. Do you think I've got time for you when, I'm no, I for you when I'm no, I don't have time for you at I don't have time for you. I. What do you think? Nish people. Honourable members. I don't have time for you. either. What, what you for mm. I sit with our meeting. Clownish, Honolabu, that, can I invite the I gender commission him. to present <laughs> the report? Teachers, I don't have time for that. Chairperson, can I come in? We don't, I i, I can't I can listen, can
5: listen to I you. I don't have time for I you. I, why in, I must in, be listening to you when i Why? Why do you think Honolabu? you must be listening? Because Honolabu, I've, got, I've got, got the right but, but by you. Why, why do you think others don't have right like you have? I've got the right. Why do you give yourself right that others don't have?
0: Sheperson, can I it come in? This,
5: this is a, a, a meeting of... of, of, of Honorable of Mashiru.
0: Honorable no, Mashiru. I don't
5: like this thing. That, that thing people must be... Can I, I be
0: recognized, recognized Honorable Mashiru, please, please, can we proceed with our meeting? <laughs> can Honorable I be... Okay, thanks so much, Sheperson. Uh, the other thing, before Sheperson, I go... The one
5: thing you want to listen to Mshala? has got no time for other people. In the meeting. I for you because you. Must be listened by who?
0: Are talking?
5: No, you must. not be listened by the. Listen to me.
0: Even don't don't listen to you. Point of order. you members, this in leave the I meeting. Mean. If Honorable somebody says to me,
5: Honourable I
0: members, in
5: the meeting.
0: Honourable members, can we listen to 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 one one another? we're we are delaying ourselves in this meeting. Chair, let me, let me I've noted honorable masala. Honorable okay. Mussala. No, chair. Before I go to the agenda, uh, I, I, I I don't I, I'm I'm not sure whether I heard very well that the minister is not part of the meeting today. There's an apology. If minister has got an an apology. There is an NEC meeting that is sitting of the African National Congress, and the deputy minister, both deputy ministers, they are sitting in that NEC. So now we must, uh, we we. We are proceeding minister. with the meeting, yes. But going forward, Minister uh, uh, Chairperson, we said we we talked about this issue I think last week or on on Tuesday. The minister is the always not in the meeting. For me, I I suggest that we don't even accept the the apology of the minister. I, I we, understand. We are, we are going to accept the apology of the minister. Don't interject! Said, don't interject me! You must wait. You are the chairperson. Allow me to talk, and then from I, there, don't make a debate. I if know. you no, 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 but you are no, interjecting no. me. I'm still speaking. What we are, you are responding. Are, I thought you were finished. No, I was not done. I was okay. still speaking. finish. Finish, honourable member. So I'm saying the apology of the minister must not be accepted. It's been several meetings, the minister not coming to this meeting. Every now and then we are given a, an excuse. So I, I suggest we don't accept the, the apology of the minister. Thank you. And with regards to this uh, issue of the, of the agenda, I don't think we must discuss this. We have received agendas in emails. So uh, w- were we misled or what? Let's bring the agenda that was on the email that we received this morning or later last night on the screen and work. Thank you. So you, you, you have the agenda. I've got the agenda that I've received. But Honourable. Yours. it's yours.
2: Honorable, Honorable Powell, on Honourable. Honourable. a point of order.
0: As, as the committee, that agenda is yours. You know, it's yours alone because you did not send it to us. Mm. It's your agenda. Honourable please print the agenda that you sent to men- members last night. Here on the, the
6: agenda. and let move forward. Thank you. Mm.
2: Chairperson Honorable Powell, we've got, got official from the who <laughs> was sent the same agenda as us Chair last Chair
7: night. can can I comment, Chair, please? Okay. Chairperson, uh,
8: President,
0: thank you.
7: Honourable
0: Rebecca Rebekah Rebekah
7: is right, because the minister is...
9: Honourable...
7: Uh, Can we speak, so Chephasin? Honourable Tzeki. Oh. No. Thank you, Chair. Thank you, Chair Persin. Uh, I think uh, we note the uh, refusal to accept the apology from Member Moshala. It's noted I accept the apology of uh, the minister. Secondly, Chair, on the agenda, indeed, uh, (inaudible) (inaudible) Member member Powell is correct, but uh, if uh, the chairperson and the team have seen it fit to reprioritize the agenda, uh, I support the items as presented by the Chair. Noting what excuse me, noting what Member Powell is saying on the agenda that was sent yesterday. Thank you, Chair. Chairperson,
2: Honorable Powell, will you recognize me?
0: Honorable... 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 It's Shelly Mokhotu, Chairperson. Oh, okay. I thought it's... Honorable Shelly Mokhotu. Okay. Honorable Shelly Chairperson, I think it will only be fair if you present uh, that agenda on the screen and you ask us as members if we adopt the agenda or not to, so that you involve us. If uh, we are not going to accept it, then we'll t- tell you that we are not accepting it because we were sent. A, an agenda last night, but if we are going to accept it, we'll we'll adopt it now. Thank you, Chairperson. That, that's what I was saying, Honourable. That is what I'm saying. That, that is what I've said, Honourable Mr. I've said, Honourable <laughs> Member. The agenda is on the screen. Can we talk to the agenda? And and the first item would be the 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 gender commission. So can I and Comrade Turkey says. Honorable Feki supported the agenda. Can I get okay, the second? The issue of, of the minister. The- no, no, we'll come back. Honorable Member, can let's adopt the
2: agenda. Hey, Honorable Powell, when you started this Honourable, meeting, you did not give us an opportunity to adopt the agenda. We've got people Honourable, from the Koraleni waiting. It is a matter of courtesy to Honourable, send us the correct Honourable. agenda. People, you make Honourable. sure in the future that you do. Honorable Powell,
0: you have, not, you have not recognized by anybody. By the way, you have not recognized by,
2: recognized by
0: anybody as you are speaking. Honourable oh, Secretary. you
2: recognise me, Chairperson? I'm asking you to recognise me. I'm
0: still, I'm still running the meeting. Honourable, uh, Peggy suggested that we adopt the agenda as presented. Can I get the seconder? I do, Chair. Honourable Masiro seconded. Honourable Powell.
2: Thank you, Chairperson. Chairperson. Now it's not in my nature to come to. Me- Chairperson, it's not in my nature to come to these meetings and be disruptive, but we are parliamentarians and we need to follow process and procedure. So, when we came to the meeting this morning, you did not give us an opportunity to adopt a unilaterally changed agenda. You tried to proceed straight to a unilaterally changed agenda. It's only now because I've raised it that you've asked for the agenda to be adopted and seconded, which I accept. Honourable Semenya, I'm talking. Please, will you give me an opportunity? Now, we are all busy parliamentarians. You and and if people from Australia come to our Honourable meeting to present, then it is only fair to give them notice that Honourable they will present Howery. later on the agenda. Thank Honourable you, Chairperson.
0: Honourable Mukhotu, um, uh, you said there was a person who was raising the issue of the Minister. Honourable Zaiki has accepted the, the Minister's uh, apology. Honourable yeah, it's uh, honorable, me. honorable Moshala don't say. Honorable, honorable Mosala um, said he doesn't accept the the apologies of the minister. Can I get the the members to speak to the to the two views, chairperson? <laughs> uh, honorable. Honorable. Uh, honorable Mukotu. Uh, Thank you, Chairperson. I also agree with Honorable Mutla. Every time when the minister is supposed to attend our meetings, uh, she doesn't attend. She always gives apologies. And this meeting of today is very, very important. She was supposed to be here, or at least in order for her to show respect. She's supposed to have sent either one of her deputy ministers. Thank you. Honorable <laughs> 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 yeah.
5: yeah. yeah, I, I think yes. we should we, we should follow the processes in the in this manner that they the, the executive is are not necessarily members of the portfolio committee cover <laughs> <laughs> the portfolio committee by invitation and if somebody has suspected us by sending an apology. We might com- com- complain that there is too many apologies, but an apology represents you, your inability to attend a meeting, well, especially when you are not a member. Yes. They are invitees in our meeting, so we cannot say to them they can't send yes. an apology when they are simply invitees. Therefore, Chapa- I second Chapa- uh, uh, member Chapa- Chapa- uh, honourable, uh, Thank you, Honorable Mashio,
0: Honorable, who's calling me? It's Tafekin, Tseki. Okay, but I've called you. Any other... <laughs> the minister is not taking us serious. Why the minister is not in the meeting? But the the, the meeting is the is the is the, is the, is the, is the, is the, the department. Yike. Uchenna, this is Minister. Like strong it means this is the So, the minister When he the last time, two ministers about one. tell today? Honorable members, we have accepted the apology of the minister because the. get the we, 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 we have- Accept, accept the... <laughs> uh, they... Who? Who did you accept their apology with? With who? Accept, accept... <laughs> <I apologize. inaudible> that's, that's honorable Matala, please respect me so that I can respect you. Honorable, hey, Dei, can I bear after that Honorable Dei, he proposed that we accept the agenda mashiru said a second so 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 I'm saying you have no you you have objected that no, uh the the the, the, apology, a, the a counter. is a counter yes yes you know that the efF has got one vote in this meeting so the efF is one you can speak with three but you are one so mashiru and Zeki they have supported the the apology of the minister. That's but why I'm saying we. I'm saying we can, we can we. I can I can I can I try to correct you, Chairperson? I'm <laughs> one. I'm one in this in this meeting as the member of the EFF. But you yes, did not yes. ask, ask oppositions. You did not ask. The procedure is when there's a counter. You must either call for a vote. Are uh, other members that are in this committee supporting what Mashihu and Zeke have uh, uh, emphasized? you I don't know, know whether the other organizations are going to support the the, 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 the submission of Mashihu and, 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 and Zeke. So allow other members to also uh, give their, 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 their input. As a count, allow for a vote if possible. Thank you. We are not going to allow for a vote if, if other members are not speaking, Honorable Members, unless you, you force them to speak. If there are two people who said they support one another. you on. Chairperson. Honorable Members, let's note then, the, 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 can I get then, uh, my Honorable Powell, do you support uh, Honorable Masala on Honorable taking so that we proceed, we don't have to waste time? Honourable Powell, Honourable Powell, Honourable Sukhai,
2: are you in the meeting? I'm in the meeting, Chairperson, it's Honourable Powell. I've been trying to speak.
0: Chairperson, Chair, can you hear me? Yes, honorable. I uh, have a uh, network problem. I've been trying. Chair, I think the, 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 the issue that you are raising now. Uh honorable like he is saying he supports the apology of the minister. I think those that are support perhaps should be able to raise their hand because that's the that's, issue, that's what I'm, honorable. That's why, that's why yes, I'm, I'm saying. There is my ma- ma- Honorable who is seconded.
2: I've requested Honorable Powell to comment. Okay. Uh, okay, that. well, Honorable Semenya, if I may comment then. This was an issue. I, I, I am on the floor. Powell.
0: Okay. Honorable Powell to comment. She she didn't come, and I've called your name. Whether you support Honorable Tzeki, or I, I do i do, Chair. I, do I support honorable
2: Honourable powell you 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 wanted to come in yes sorry i've had i'm having network problems as well there is a delay on this line i've turned off my video but chairperson just if you are asking for my comments i raised the issue of the minister not attending this committee about a week ago and i was faced with a barrage of insults and all sorts of Ugly, ugly things were said, and I've said what I need to say. I don't feel that the minister takes this committee seriously. The minister should be in this committee as often as she can. It is unconscionable that Latuli House ANC party business is put ahead of the of, of the very important work of this parliamentary committee. So I don't uh, I don't accept the excuse that that the minister's at an NEC meeting. This is a working day. We are paid by the state and we are here to work for the people of South Africa. But my comments about the minister not attending portfolio committee are on record, and they were on record as far as. Uh, over a week ago. So I support what Honourable Moshlala is saying, that I don't feel the Minister's uh, providing this committee with the requisite respect that it reserves, but I have nothing further to add other than that.
10: Thank you very much, Honourable Powell. Uh, Chairperson?
0: Honorable, uh,
10: who's that? Chairperson? It's Leon speaking. Okay, Honourable Leon. Well, Chairperson, I, I, I don't think uh, we take note, the Minister is not attending. I don't need we don't need to vote on the issue. Uh, I, I, I'm very much disappointed. We discussed it last week, where the minister does not attend the meetings, insofar that I ask you to summon the minister to the next meeting on the water and sanitation issue. So, so, it's with regret that I've got to take note that the minister is not attending this meeting. Um, but because it now becomes the, a norm that the minister does not attend these meetings, uh, and uh, she really doesn't take this committee serious. So uh, I, I would be very much worried if I were you, Chairperson, that um, the minister is uh, is really not uh, really interested in what is uh, going on with with this committee and, and what is going on in the country uh, where we've got to deal with issues um, by the community, and the minister is just not present. Thank you, Chairperson.
0: Honorable, thank you, honorable Leon. Uh, honorable, uh, who's, who's who's in the meeting? Police one, hello, chair. Yes, who's in the meeting from where, chairperson? The members, yes, uh, those that have not spoken. Sure. Sure, I'm here, it's like, yeah, but I've just joined. Okay, no, no, honorable. thank sure, you. Yes. Well, we well, are well, discussing. Uh, there was the two views on the acceptance of the minister's apology. When we started, we indicated the minister has given apology, both the minister and the deputy minister, because the NEC of the NC sitting today, uh, they've given an apology, because they are members of the NEC, and and honourable Masala, supported by Powell and Leon, they say they don't support the 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 apology, on not? They Nancy. They support the apology. So we 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 get getting members to support the apologies. Unfortunately, we have to do that so that we Oh, okay. Chair. Yes, ma'am. Oh, I I think I will I will I will support the apology. I'll, I'll note and support the, the apology of the minister. Based on the fact that the minister is, I don't have a problem uh, regarding the issues that are raised by by minister. I heard I, by members. I heard Powell and uh, and Leon. I don't have a problem with that. But going forward, I think the minister must deal with that uh, with her office. But for today, I I, I support the um, uh, apology of the minister based on the fact that minister it's, it's also have a responsibility politically. Um, to run the affairs of this organization chair so I think we must note that and especially today's agenda I don't think that does need the presence of the minister dealing with other issues that can be administratively be um, processed by administrators or officials within the department. So I don't see any harm, chair, of the apology of the minister. But going forward, I think we'll deal with it as the portfolio committee. Thanks. Thank you, honourable. Thank you, honourable. So, so um, person And good morning, chairperson. And I understand. Uh, the the apology of the minister because i don't think the minister is in bahamas or somewhere on holiday the minister is a responsible politician so as much as we raised the issues last week but he she would not deliberately not stay stay away from the meeting so can we agree that um in the next meeting Let's make sure that we we, 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 we we talk to the minister that she must attend the meeting. It's allowed that the minister sometimes would not be available for meetings, and as, as, especially when officials are there. And I don't think we need to waste time to discuss this thing further. So I agree with everybody who says that let us have the meeting continue, and then we'll see the next meeting that the minister attends. That's it. Otherwise, we're wasting time. Thanks, sir. Thank you, honourable members. Therefore, the majority accept the apology of the minister. Um, we, we, let's, we will then proceed with our meeting. Ch- honourable Ch- members, Chairperson, Ch- want... Chairperson, can I finish, honourable member? Yeah. Afterwards, can you please uh, recognise me so that you can close this issue? Honourable members when we when we adopted the agenda or when we adopted the program on 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 Tuesdays and Fridays, we said that Fridays will be scheduled to for the stakeholders and therefore and on Tuesday would we'll deal with the report the reports and we we said that we we will revise that the minutes and the minister in particular should, should definitely attend the meetings that has to deal with issues that meet her as a political head of the department. And 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 with Fridays, because we are, we are dealing with the with the with the uh, stakeholders, we will Anybody who can be able to respond delegated by the department to respond to the issues should 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 be allowed to 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 attend the meetings and i don't want us to conflict the issue of 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 tuesdays and when the issues were affecting the minister directly and the issue of the stakeholders and club them together as if we we, we 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 didn't agree from the beginning. We have agreed in this meeting when we we start from the beginning of the 10th that when we adopted the, the the Tuesday and Fridays because of the of the huge uh, of the huge uh, 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 portfolio committees. So we should never club the two together because we'll then be reneging from our decision that we've taken as members. So, so Honourable Masala, I requested to be recognised if possible. No, no, I did. I did you recognise me? Yes. Okay. Oh, thanks so much. Uh, 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 chairperson, uh, it, it, it's okay, it, it, it's done. The apology of the minister is been accepted. But what I want to say to the committee is, this committee meeting is an extension of the House, uh, house rules governing the business of parliament. So, when we were voting, the um, Honourable, normally in parliament, they ensure that they don't allow members to come in uh, when we are voting. But you did not allow. You did not do that. Honourable Kony and Honourable Tseki came in when we were voting, and they were accepted in the meeting. So it's an extension of the of the of the House rule. This committee. So the rules that are uh, applied, uh, the rules that applies in in the, in the House, they must also apply here. We can't be. Uh, we can't see a situation where. Uh, members just come in like that when we are voting they have been phoned to, to come in to come and vote the two members of the NC came when we were voting how can that be possible it must not be Connie and Zeki. they came in when we were voting thank you they were not here when we were voting. Segi was the first person to a great he was not there he even confirmed that she just came now mm. honorable yeah when the vote started so, what, you are actually not following the rules of the House. We are doing our own in this community. I'm talking about Grace, uh, okay, who just came, and confirmed that I just arrived now. Thank Papas you. Let's stop the dialogue. No, churches, you are out of order.
5: You are out of order,
0: Honorable Grace, Honorable Grace and Mashiachu, can you wait? Oh. Honorable Masala. Yes, sir. and rectify the measures. You said you said I must get other members to talk to the matter. I'm saying the majority says we have not voted, because if you vote, we'll ring the bells and the procedure will follow. Unless if you want to do that, because you know in when when we vote, we ring the bell for members, we adjourn for a particular minute and get uh, members to be ready to vote. Just not just say let's. I've never said. Saying, uh, you you are not. You are not consistent. You just said the majority. This is I'm you. The majority, the majority people. The, the matter no. is, no. Slow, so the majority have supported. What <laughs> are you? But,
5: are but like why you do want you want us <laughs> to allow you to be kind <laughs> <down> of good members who must be spectators
0: in the Why should we do that? Honorable Masih, who you have not been given any person. Um, permission. Honorable, 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 honorable I don't you, do you think honorable, I must ask permission for You I mean,
5: have not been given any permission by the I
0: will not be given by BFF. You are You are You 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 can you allow us to run the meeting? Honorable Masala, you too, you are speaking when you are not recognized, and now when Masho speaks, you complain. Honorable members, can we proceed with our meeting? Can I call Please. the vendor Commission to present? Oh, yeah. Honorable... I know. I
9: know. I know.
0: We note your inconsistency, Chairperson. You are very inconsistent. Like Chairperson, this Very inconsistent. Honourable Masala, Honourable Masala, you just you you request to speak, and I will allow you to speak and insult whoever you want to insult. Will allow you to do that. We are noting. If you feel the Chairperson is unfair, there is a procedure, as you are talking about the rules. there is a procedure that you must follow in terms of the rules of parliament to go and complain about the chairperson of the meeting, but you cannot be allowed to disrupt the meeting. Can we proceed, Uh, honorable members? Chairperson, what I'm saying is, can I be be recognized? Um, I'm not very anybody. I did not swear at you. Honorable, honorable, Honorable member, I'm not allowing you to continue. Can I allow to run the meeting? Uh, I'm, I'm inviting the gender commission to present. Can I allow the representative from gender commission to present? Agreed, Jay. Can can honorable honorable uh let's welcome the the gender commission to present gender commission thank you very much uh, honorable chair um, th- thanks to you um, and um, i greet you this morning and uh, the honorable members um, uh, of the um, portfolio committee on on human settlement and water and sanitation um, Honorable Chair, we feel very much honored to be invited to this meeting um, to come and share one of our investigative reports uh, on the state of shelters, one of our work that we have done during the year 2018 and 2019, financial year. Um, Honorable Chair, my name is Tamara Matebula, the Chairperson of the Commission. I'm accompanied by the Head of Legal Department, Ms. Marisa Van uh, Honorable Chair, I was wondering if the presentation can be put up, but if it cannot, I will continue from this end. Koliswa, can you please the presentation? Can you see the presentation, Chairperson? Yes, I can see it. Thank you very much, uh, So Thanks a lot. Um, Just to start with the presentation, I was invited this morning to come and talk to the um, report on the state of shelters in South Africa. And uh, we can move to the next slide, please. I think by way of introduction, I just want to indicate that the Commission for Gender Equality, um, I think previous slide, we have moved a bit fast. The Commission for Gender Equality is an independent statutory body um, that was established um, in 1996. And the Commission is mandated to promote and protect gender equality. And we are doing this looking at the public sector, the private sector, the civil society, and we draw most of our mandate from the CGE Act Number 39 of 1996 as amended, and the powers that we draw from this are the powers to actually make sure that um, we evaluate policies, we evaluate practices of organs of state at any level, we evaluate those policies and practices of statutory bodies, we look at uh, statutory bodies and functionaries, public bodies, authorities, and private businesses uh, that we constantly monitor, including enterprises and institutions, and I must mention that some of those institutions include institutions of higher learning, and we, we do this just to make sure that all these entities promote gender equality and make any recommendations that the Commission deem uh, fits if we do find any irregularities within the institutions. Next slide, please. Um, I think whilst you're putting the next slide, um, yes, as I indicated earlier, eh, honorable members and eh, through you, Chair, we indicated that this work was done during the financial year, 2018 and 2019, and the Commission undertook this systemic investigation into the state of shelters in the, in the country so that um, we can look at how uh, the GBV survivors are actually accommodated in these shelters. And I must make, uh, mention that um, when we did this investigation, uh, this inv- investigation was initiated by the complaints that we received um, and, uh, from gross uh, violation or inadequate and misalignment uh, of funding that goes to the shelters. So the commission observed that there are deep-rooted systemic challenges that were there in these shelters and a way of addressing these shelters was to actually go in do investigation and look at the highest level of institutions that are expected to actually provide services to the uh, survivors of gender-based violence and and as such we then decided that we will develop a report and this report actually made this particular recommendation that we must uh, call for public investigative hearings during the financial year 2018 and 2019. So in doing the hearings, what we normally do, we normally call the heads of the nine uh, provincial uh, DSDs, which is Department of Social Development, because they are the ones that are providing funding to the shelters. Uh, We also called the Director General Uh, of the Department of Social Development to come and appear before the commission. We also invited the DG of the National Department of Human Settlement to come and appear before the commission so that we can actually discuss not only the report, but also share the binding recommendations with uh, the DGs as well as the provincial uh, uh, heads of departments. And we, we then decided that Once we have done that, we will then agree uh, on certain things that need to be done within a period. And we gave each other a period of actually implementing some of those recommendations that we talk about and or responding to some of the questions that were raised during the public investigative hearings that we held between last year, November and December in 2019. Next slide, please. Um, I think against the backdrop that the commission held these investigative hearings, what we did was to make sure that um, we um, call these departments, especially uh, apart from the Department of Social Development, the Department of Human Settlement, we also felt that it was critical that we invite the Department of Public Works and Infrastructure because if we talk about the shelters, the state of shelters, we also wanted to make sure that the Department of Infrastructure, Public Works and Infrastructure can actually make input in terms of looking at relevant structures that are there, that can actually assist if we feel that um, these shelters were not enough in South Africa to actually accommodate a, 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 a GBV survivors. And, and, and I think that was a finding. And we also just wanted to make sure that we speak to them uh, in that regard. We also called uh, the National Treasury uh, because they actually allocate funding for the departments. We also called the National Department of Labor as well as the Department of Women, Youth, and Persons with Disabilities to come and appear for us because this is a systemic issue. And I think it actually needed most of the departments to actually come and assist uh, in terms of making sure that we implement uh, the recommendations of the report. Next slide, please. On the findings, uh, honorable members, the following uh, were the findings, and I think I w- we have then decided to actually put aside all the findings that go to other departments, but concentrate on the findings that are relevant for the Department of Human Settlement, Water and Sanitation. So the commission found the following, that the Department of Human Settlement has over the years received grants from National Treasury and such grants have been apportioned to Provincial Department of Human Settlements. So that was a finding, that the monies are there. The second finding was that the role of the Provincial Departments, over and above the specifics, stated um, that the Housing uh, uh, Act uh, has not been actually looked at, implemented, And make sure that it actually follows the programs as stipulated in the National Housing Code. I think that was a gap uh, in our findings. The third finding was that the Department of uh, Human Settlement has submitted that it has the latest information on national policy um, development concerning a special housing needs program that would be necessary um, to actually make sure that it complements the work that the National Housing Code was actually stipulating and inviting. And accordingly, this particular program was a program that we actually looked at uh, in terms of making sure that uh, it's implemented and and it's implemented accordingly and uh, and there is some kind of uh, fixing or constructing some of those shelters for people with special needs and for people with disabilities and all of those things. Next slide, please. Um, As we continue with the findings, I think uh, in terms of the funding that the Department of Human Settlement was receiving, it was confirmed that it was receiving the financial assistance from government, but it actually also relied on the funding that was provided by donors or donations, um, also by private sector credits and as entities, and the Department of uh, Human Settlement also submitted that, in its uh, process of sending letters um, uh, to highlight their plight in terms of funding or getting access funding that will go towards shelters for the victims of gender-based violence, and it also confirmed that, uh, the, you know, the, it 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 will receive a formal confirmation on the basis of the letter that was submitted, whether the funding will actually be given and whether the funding will actually be increased and this funding will be uh, forwarded or it will be routed to provide shelters uh, for gender-based violence victims in South Africa. So in in essence, uh, uh, honorable members, although the Housing Act requires all three spheres of government to promote Um, the needs or the housing needs of the marginalised group, the disadvantaged, by unfair uh, discrimination, failure to provide housing needs uh, to persons with disability. Uh, This, we saw it, that it actually amounts to some kind of uh, unfair discrimination of the people uh, with disabilities, but also um, uh, members of the uh, LGBTIQA communities. Next slide, please. Further findings, we we then then decided that um, the Department of Human Settlement will have to be um, a, a encouraged to proactively conceptualise its role as providing shelters, as well as providing shelters to the victims of abuse and the victims of a, a discrimination against, um, you know, the people that are uh, living with disabilities and LGBTIQA communities, and this needs to actually be clear in the Department of Human Settlements agenda, uh, policies, as well as the strategic plans um, going forward. We also uh, did indicate that uh, the Department of Human Settlements needs to finalise its special needs housing policy. because. This special needs housing policy was not there, and it was not finalised. If it was in draft, in a draft form, and the department uh, admitted that there was a disjunction in uh, between. Um, the conception of a shelter, as well as the issues of shelters that the Commission for Gender Equality was actually focusing on. So to this end, honorable members, I must mention that the department noted concerns regarding financing structures for emergency and special needs housing. And this matter was going to be one of the matters that was going to be taken forward. I think as I move towards the end, As we continue, next slide, please. So I think in view of the findings that were directed to the Department of Human Settlements, um, the department had to finalize its special needs housing policy by June 2020. Uh, Amidst of the COVID, I know that uh, due to COVID lockdown challenges, um, we haven't managed to actually engage directly with the department with regards to look at how far they have gone in terms of finalizing this special needs uh, housing policy. Uh, And I think this is something that we will be following on with the department. We also indicated that the department should consider a a liaising with the national shelter movement. And this is one of the NGOs, national NGOs, um, that could actually assist the national uh, department in terms of actually... Uh, uh, conceptualizing some of the issues that we talked about around the issues of shelters. I think they have their own reports. They have their own issues that they need to look at when we talk about the state of shelters in South Africa. And I think this collaboration will actually make sure that the department gains quite a lot from the national shelter movement. We also indicated that the department needs to submit a draft uh, of special needs housing policy to the Commission uh, before June. And this is something that we will actually be following up because we haven't received uh, any of the uh, draft report from the Department. Next slide, please. I know I see that the slides haven't moved, but I will continue from this end. So in essence, we said that during the financial year, 2020 to 2021, the Commission will be conducting a follow-up process where all the departments that I have mentioned before, uh, including the Department of Housing, will be required to provide progress report on addressing issues raised by the Commission. And this is something that we need to do, and we will start doing this by August 2020. Um, and this is all from my side uh, and we we are happy uh, that we can take a, a comments as well as questions from honorable members i thank you thank you very much chair, and thank you members for listening to us thank you very much uh, uh, for the, for the report. um Honourable members, that was the report as tabled to to Parliament by honourable by the Gender Commission. And and before we interact with the report, we will allow the department to talk to the report. Uh,
11: Morning, Chair. Morning. Uh, my name is Neville Cheney. Mm-hmm. Chair, uh, I think uh, the uh, acting director general, Mr. Shabane, indicated that he's got a oh. t- clash with the, another steacom with uh, MEC Maile, so I think he did tender his apology to you, if I'm correct, Chair. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
11: Thanks, Chair. Chair, just to indicate, I'm joined on the line by my colleagues, uh, Ms. Nontlantla Butalezi. Uh, who is the head of the policy unit in the department, together with Masaitishu Satish Ramutla, as well as Mr. Lita Jologe. Uh, I've also got uh, Mr. Chose from the office of the DM, from the uh, DM's office as well. Uh, and chair, I'm just checking which other colleagues I have. But but those are the oh yeah yeah, yeah that's, that's on on this matter chair. Chair, we did send a presentation. I'm not sure if you want me to take that, uh, take you through that or should I just speak uh, to the point? Can it,
0: can, can it be loaded?
11: Uh, thanks, Chair. Uh, Ms. Passia will load it. I mean, we sent, we sent it through. I'm assuming that she will load it. Colissa?
3: Please
0: note uh, your your time at DTG. Okay, I will
3: look,
11: Chair. But in the meantime, maybe what I should do, Chair, is uh, to to, uh, just take us through it. Chair, just to indicate, in relation to the the presentation by uh, the Chairperson of the Commission, Chair, uh, just to indicate, Chair, uh, we confirm, uh, as indicated by the Chair, that we had, uh, there were these uh, consultations, there was the recommendation, and just to indicate, Chair, that we have as the department uh, undertaken the uh, necessary uh, processes. And I think in particular, Chair, uh, if if, uh, members of the portfolio have, I'll go to slide two, just gives an indication of the purpose. Uh when uh the third slide gives a background uh and chair then with your with your permission i'll then ask for the uh for you for for us to go to slide twelve uh chair just to indicate chair what we did was after the report was uh was was provided to us, we circulated to all provinces, metropolitan municipalities, the South African Human Rights Commission, as well as SALGA for comment and advice. Uh, and, and and as we've indicated, uh, there are various documents that we've provided, and, and those annexes have provided to yourself. We hosted a workshop on the 15th of January uh, with a view to, to, to contextualize the issues and find resolutions. Unfortunately, Chair, that uh, there was no uh, representative at that meeting uh, f- uh, from the Commission. Uh, Chair, just to indicate uh, on, the, on the recommendations, which are on of, uh, uh, slide 14, uh, Chair, we, we, in relation to the National Shelter Movement to discuss the proposed policy guidelines and other related matters. Uh, the delegates, delegates of the National Shelter Movement, were invited to the January 2020 workshop. Uh, the second point was around the question of the finalisation of the policy by June 2020. Chair, we must just indicate we are finalising uh, the comments, and a virtual process uh, will be undertaken to the, uh, the policy by August 2020. Uh, and included in that will be an outcome of set detailed implementation guidelines. What that will then do, Chair, is to allow us as the department to then take that for approval to MNMEC uh, as well as National Treasury and then allow for the funding uh, that is allocated to either the provinces or metropolitan municipalities in terms of the USDG or HSDG. To be utilised for the provision of shelters as, as per the recommendation of the gender equality. Uh, Chair, we must also indicate uh, that we are undertaking a consultation with the Department of Social Development because in terms of the uh, adjusted budget, uh, you will be aware and Parliament's aware that there was monies that were set aside, for the provision of shelters, particularly in relation to uh, the issue of gender-based violence and its consequences, uh, Chair, I I I didn't I, I neglected to 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 raise the point that there is no. Uh, I mean, I think that the, the department uh, from from administration, together with the minister, we fully support the recommendations of the Commission of Gender Equality. Uh, and there's a commitment from our side to 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 make sure that, that, that the issue is addressed. Uh, in addition to that, uh, one of the issues that we will be raising as well as part of the policy is the responsibility of the Social Housing Regulatory Authority in terms of its social housing policy to be able to undertake that process. Uh, and given given an allocation of funding between the provinces and the municipalities together with the special grant that was approved uh, by Cabinet and Parliament, we can then undertake a number of those projects and and, and we could start on that. Uh, thank you, Chair. I'm not sure if uh, Ms. Butelezi or Ramutla uh want to do anything with your permission, Chair. Thank you. Mr. Ramutla
12: or Butelezi. Good morning, Chair and Portfolio Committee members. I'm uh, um, okay to uh, confirm what the DDG has just uh, shared with the committee. There wouldn't be any additional uh, uh, input. It's just to say uh, the projects that we are talking about, it's done in collabor- in collaboration with the Department of Social Development and Department of Health. Everything that he has mentioned, I think it's correct, Chair. Thank you.
11: Thank you
0: very much, Honorable Members. Uh, that was the presentation and the response by the department. Can we get members uh, to talk to the report? Um, honorable Zaki.
7: Thank you, Chairperson. <laughs> Uh, Jefferson, uh, let's appreciate the presentation. Chair, we must be careful of unintended consequences with all what is being presented here. It's a very progressive and... uh, No one could uh, comment against it when you look at the issues of GBV. But let me just throw some few points, Chair, The first one, I would really support and think that the shelter movement can assist a lot here. But let's look at the shelter movement in terms of where it's a temporary program, for shelters becomes a temporary program when a person has been violated, the rights have been violated. Not necessarily a shelter that is called a house. I hope we are not talking about that. The request from the human rights is to make sure that the department contributes within the shelters that have been built in the country. Because by building a house share, and then this person moves from a shelter and goes to a house, an RDP house as an example. That is can create unintended consequences because I mean these violent uh, gender issues Comrade. I mean a uh, chairperson has got so many backgrounds that we can take the whole day about them but equally i'm excited to hear that the department of health and social development are also involved because i think human uh, rights you are correct the matter of shelter or the matter of gbv it's a mainstreaming program that cuts across all departments and therefore i think Human settlement equally has to contribute something, but equally other departments has to contribute. Let's say a child, a mother ran away with the children that are still students. They go into these shelters. In there, Department of Education has to come in. Others are at higher institutions. In there, the Department of Higher Education and many other departments has to come in and contribute to this bigger uh, shelter movement to can deal with GBV. So all what I'm saying, Chair, I was just sensitizing our debates should not necessarily move beyond the shelter towards an RDP, because beyond peace uh, that has been created within the family, then becomes another area where people will run to and with feel hope that they will get this new RDP and then create a whole chaos within the department that, that is an, that is not intended to thank you very much thank you very much honorable
0: powell
2: Chairperson, um, I welcome the presentation from the CGE and we'd just really like to commend them on the incredible work that they do. Uh, they really are at times a last line of defence for for the women of this country. Um, I welcome all of the recommendations. Um, I'd just like to ask, the on the special needs housing policy, can we get an indication from the officials when... I see the special needs housing policy was going to be finalised and submitted by June. Can can we get an undertaking when this item can be presented to our committee? Thank you, Chairperson. Um,
4: Thank you. Thank you very much, uh, Honourable Musala, Honourable Musala, Can we get Honorable Mokutu? <coughs> um,
0: thank you, Chairperson. Uh, I want to direct my questions to the department. Does the department have a comprehensive policy? and plan in place to address the problem of lack of transitional housing for domestic violence survivors who are ready to leave the shelters such as Kanisa victim centers but cannot return to their homes or do not have anywhere to go and then another question does the department have a budget for the transitional housing for the domestic violence survivors who want to leave the shelters. And again, is improving the quality of shelters not the department's mandate? That's the question that I'm asking the department. If yes, why are shelters such as Kainisa Victim Centers and Guanobuwe not provided with adequate security? Does the department have a record of shelters for victims of GBV? Uh, another question: Why has the department failed to utilize additional grants or allocation from national treasury, which have received, which they have received over years, to provide security to shelters and also build transitional?
4: housing for the women survivors who wants to leave the shelter.
0: But do not have... Thank you, Chairperson. Thank you, Chairperson. I'm done. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Chairperson. Thank you very much, Honorable Mukutu. Uh, Chair? Yes, Honorable Member. The uh, last question for Honorable Mukutu. Mk- we did not hear because she was uh, the network dealt with her. Can she maybe repeat it? Mm-hmm. Okay, Honorable Mokutu. I Unless I if you had, Chair, but I did not hear uh, anything. Mm. Uh, uh, thank you, Chairperson. My last question was why has the department failed to utilize additional grants or allocation from the national treasury, which they have received over the years, to provide security to shelters and also build transitional housing for the women survivors who want to leave the shelter but do not have anywhere to go? Thank you, thank Chairperson. Thank you very much. Honorable,
4: honorable Zafai,
0: Thank you, Chair. Good morning, everybody. Uh, Thank you for the presentation, um, Gender Commission, and also thank you for the program that you, you are doing and following and monitoring within different departments, I imagine few questions from a, a gender commission. Perhaps the department will also come in. It's important that we understand your definition of a shelter. What is a shelter against a house? I'm raising this because of the issues that have just been raised by members. Because. Um, this abused woman is in a house with a husband, I imagine. What makes the woman to be taken out instead of taking the perpetrator out? Because the woman has got even kids. What makes the woman to be taken out instead of the men? I'm raising this because um, if, if then we want to address the inequalities, at this point in time, we are still even elevating the perpetrator to be safer than the woman. That's where the issue of a shelter vis-a-vis the house comes in, perhaps the gender commission would uh, need to assist us on that. I, I, I hear that you, you had programs that needs to be presented to you by the department. I would imagine that you you are part and parcel of the COVID-19. Many things are not moving the way that they're supposed to be. For instance, you say you are awaiting a report, a progress report in August, 2020. Maybe the department, they would need to um, assist you on that. I'm happy to hear that there's a shelter movement. Um, Perhaps can you clarify to us, what is the role of the shelter movement and also the um, the partnership with yourselves as a a gender commission? A gender commission. I'm fine, Chair. I just wanted clarity on those particular issues. Appreciating the presentation made by the agenda commission. Thank you, chair. Um, thank you, honourable
4: hi honourable person.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Yes.
10: Sorry, sorry, chairperson. I've got no questions. Thank you, chairperson.
0: Thank you very much, honourable. Honorable Musala. Oh, okay. Thanks so 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 much, uh, Chairperson. The Domestic Violence Act 1998 places an obligation on members of South African police services to
6: provide specified services of victims of domestic violence. These services include referring and transferring women to shelters. Sorry
0: the act uh, is however silent on whose whose statutory duty it is to provide and fund those shelters should the commission of gender equality not look at this gap in the act and amend accordingly to enforce and mandate specific department to undertake and ensure accountability number 2 could the Commission of Gender-Based Violence comment whether are, there is a legislative, legislative provision for regulations of shelters for victims of domestic violence? Thank you. Uh,
4: thank you very much, Honorable Saeke.
0: Chairperson, thank you very much and uh, let me appreciate the um, presentation by the CGE. I know and understand that um, they are doing a lot of work um, with the limited budget that they are having. Uh, I know one of the things that they are complaining about is the budget allocated to the CGE, which is less than the mandate. Um, given to them, so I therefore appreciate the work that they are doing. And secondly, Chair, on the um, on the issue, one uh, question I wanted to ask have been covered by Mam To say they must define the, the 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 and clarify us on the on the shelter vis-à-vis the the houses that they want to allocate to the victims of GPV, because to my understanding, Chair. The, the centers for victims of GBV are funded by social development department of Social development, not by Department of human settlement che. So we want that clarity maybe just to understand it better. And secondly chair um, on one of the slides, uh, about um, one of their findings, they say the the department says they did not receive funding from government uh, for the construction of se- se- shelters, but relies on donations from private sector. That was the finding from from the CGE. Um, so I want clarity on that because, to my understanding, the shelters are built. By social development, not by human settlement, unless you speak about houses. And my other question, Chair um, Minister, yesterday Minister of Social Development yesterday, when he was she was presenting in in Parliament, she spoke about the Victim Support Bill. I don't have the contents um, of that bill, but hopefully it will it surely. Um, it it will speak about um, how victims of GBV should be accommodated. But I want I would recommend the, both the CGE and the department to look at it and make some recommendations, if needs be, on that bill, because it's 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 out for consultations, And uh, my other question chair or my last comment chair it's for for just to encourage the department to work with um, municipalities and the department of social development mm-hmm. just to make sure that when they identify and cog down because i know on the ground when they identify beneficiaries for for houses, um, they use CDWs which are accountable to COCTA. I think it is important that they they make sure that they identify um, victims of GB, GBV um, regarding the the, the, the the if they need houses. Where they need houses, I think they must identify them through the 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 the, the city CDW, CDWs on the ground chair. So I think those are my input. And the lastly, it's on the special need housing policy as raised by um, by Powell, Honourable Powell, to say let the department give us a, a brief on when are they going to present to Parliament or when are they finalising uh, the matter, as yes, it was true for. Uh, in June this uh, this year. Thank you, Chair. Thank you very much, Honourable Mashiho.
4: Uh, thanks, Chair.
5: Thanks, Chair. Um, uh, the assumption I'm making is that we we uh, we we understand that we are responding to a a report by Gender Commission on the work they have done already which they need the department to respond to. We should be in a position to avoid a situation where we create a parallel uh, operational structure from what the the Gender Commission is presenting to us as things they want us to intervene on and generalise our views around uh, that which we think the Gender Commission should do and the department should do. It being the case chair. Yeah, just emphasising on the maybe adding more on what uh, both the scribe and uh, members' lawyer and members have said. One, we need to really avoid stigmatisation of people because once you create a a, a village of people living with disabilities. Uh, 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 and you, you 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 might create a situation unintendedly where people are stigmatized for having been uh, either being uh, violent uh, involved in, viol- in in this uh, abuse or people with a disability being, being identified as a village of those without, without, without inte- not necessarily being intended to but the, the, the repercussions might come to that point. But also I think that what we need to emphasize is what is it that we want to see as a shelter? If it is a shelter which is um, done for purposes of people that are going through a process which is time-framed, and it is it, it is better. But if it is a shelter that is becoming permanent, as Member Mahut was saying, that there is a, a permanent shelter where people must sit there and for them to move out is when they get a new place to stay, um, the, then it is a home. It is a home rather than a, a shelter. Um, um, uh, but I think that the, 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 the and I think Umam Kutu is saying that if you are in that particular situation, what is the plan to move out of it? It is no longer the problem we're, we're dealing with, we're in so a person has been raped today and is taken there to go and be. Work through to be to 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 be cancelled and so forth and go back. And the point that if it is a gender-based thing we're talking about, not a women thing, because there is a situation where men can can also be victims of these processes. And and as moms Squire was saying, that uh, what if that makes us believe that when there is violence in the house, only a woman must leave? What if it is the man who's supposed to be because he's the one who's violent uh, but the, the 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 rent of the matter is that he might come back later then then it it it, it has got a ripple effect chair that the, 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 the department of police the police of social development should see to it that if a man has been moved out of a, a home where he has been seen to be abusing women he, he is not uh, he does not have access back to the house so the police must come into the fore. So, so to me, what what the the, the commission is, is is talking about is that we need to see to it that these shelters are everywhere where the possibility of the of the abused people can be found. But when you say that the shelter for people with living with disability, then that's that's a challenge because um, it is no longer a shelter. People, yeah, of course. Disabilities differ. There are disabilities that people admit, people, can't walk, people can't, they, they, they need to be taken care of every day. Then it is a home. But a, a shelter should be the one that where you go come in temporarily for purpose of, of counseling and, and, and working with the problem, and you go back to your normal life. And that normal life might be,
4: might be
5: in your house, or my beyond where you and the home should actually be made very clear by the, by both the department and the the commission, and then we we almost have a plan of how all going to work with it. And the department is being compared by the commission to have that plan clearly to know that we can oversight them on that you can see to it that it is done in, in a proper manner. But otherwise, if to me, I think there is now starting to have a relationship between the department and the commission. Let, let, let's let's uh, encourage that relationship to continue in order for the commission to keep on uh, oversighting the department on these matters. Thanks, Chair. Uh, thank you very much, uh, uh, Honorable Mashiw,
0: Honorable
4: Agas. Honorable Agas, Honorable Mapika, Honorable Ngwezi, Honorable Tafeni. Um okay let let me
0: um ask the, the 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 CGE and the department to respond, but before they do that, just to to add on the on, on the issues and welcome the report and the, the commitment by the department and the working relationship that has been established. Between the department and and the Gender Commission because it's necessary. Chair, I'm yes. Also, can oh, I say sorry. something? Oh, I'm sorry, my my Okay. My, my, uh, okay. You're welcome. Okay. Thank you, Chairperson. I just wanted to to appreciate uh, our government for creating Chapter Nine institutions. Um, this is where I think we need to to acknowledge that uh, commissions like this, they they are able to investigate, monitor, and like doing extension work, which we do as a committee. We do oversight, and they are also doing more or less the same what we are doing. So regular interaction like this are very important towards. What we are doing as members of parliament to do the check and balances of what is happening regularly in our communities, and what is also important, I think, what Honorable uh, take is about the municipalities. I think our municipalities are not doing the in terms of gender issues, and um, especially budgeting for 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 for, for gender. Um, um issues in the communities because this is where um at local level where there are a lot of uh, experiences are happening the way women i understand honorable uh, Mashiko says it's not about women gender issues are not women issues are gender issues which affect everybody um but women are always at the receiving point. So at that level, what is it which we are doing at municipality level to make sure that um, uh, gender issues are taken seriously? And when we look at whether housing, water, uh, whatever, in the social uh, in social aspects, do we use our gender lenses to deal with that? And how far? So there are, in the communities, there are initiatives which are are taken by ordinary members of the community, but there are no support. There are no support and also um, there's no coordination. Somebody, people are working in silos in which I think general commission must try and, and, and make sure that every municipality at the municipality local level, every municipality is, is budgeting for issues of, 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 of social ills because, obviously um, gender is affects a lot of social issues in the community. so my my suggestion to them is that they must also make sure that at municipality level they their this effect so that's all I wanted to contribute thanks chair um, th- thank you very much honorable uh, um I was um, saying that uh, we we welcome this report and the good work that the gender commission you are doing and we want to we 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 want um to... listening um yeah i'm the tablet is not even a i apologize of that I, I have a question okay Honorable can we allow
7: the cha- can we allow the chairperson no, no. to make an input as well, what? No, no, no. And no. Then, let's, uh, let's,
0: allow, let's allow them to do that. I don't have a problem. Honorable Zeki. Honorable Tafeni. Okay. Okay, I, I thank you, Chairperson. Uh, chairperson, I want to say that the gender-based violence victims are supposed to get the sender that they can get counselling so that they are free to share their stories so that they can be life. So the Department of Human Settlement, I want to know that the Department of Human Settlement have the budget of that thing that should build a center for for the gender-based violence peoples now. Okay, thank you, Jefferson. Thank, thank you, Honorable Tafeni. So, Honorable Members, do you still have any member who have we have have... Uh, I've called uh, now they are in the meeting. They want to speak.
4: Koliswa. Koliswa?
0: Hi Chair. Okay. It's honorable Agas Nguezi, and Mapika in the meeting. No, Chair. Okay, thank you very much. Um, um i was saying that uh, we 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 welcome um, chairperson um, of cge the good work that you are doing under very difficult circumstances and and uh, we welcome the report and and we want to
4: um agree
0: with you that uh, there is a there should be a, a working together and a working relationship between spheres of government. And and want to acknowledge that the minister and the department has, has supported your findings and they've committed to work together with yourselves. And, and I want to, to, to take it further, Chair, to say that because the country has, a, 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 through the presidency, they have uh, established the, the, the STRED plan, the threat plan that deals with GBVs in particular. I, I, I suggest that those issues that relate to, to shel- shelters, uh, as you and the department are interacting, we should make sure that it's incorporated Within the bigger picture, so that we we deal with the 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 the, the uncoordinated and the the um, individualism uh, of departments. So 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 it will it, it will be important that as we move forward uh, with those implementation and even the policy needs. They should actually go through the process that uh, are within the, the context of the strike plan, and 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 make sure that as we pass all the legislation that is needed to to protect um, particularly majority who are women in in the in, the, in this uh, gender-based violence. Uh, uh, cycles we should then have all co- department coordinated towards achieving the outcome for the threat plan that was presented. Um <clears throat> that that's what um that's what um I want to as we welcome this report and work but again on the other categories the vulnerable groups I think uh we should then be able to um, ourselves working with yourselves, monitoring the implementation of departments uh, as they, they 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 implement their program. Whether the issues of the vulnerable groups are taken care of, um, and and through this report, and and we will we'll continuously engage the department. On what you have recommended that should be done. With those, I want to welcome your comment and the the, 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 the department's comment. Chair. Uh, Chair, good good morning. I'm sorry. I'm very sorry, Chair. Uh, thank you very much. Um. Chair, I've been listening to all members' comments and questions, and it's really humbling to actually listen to how our report has been taken and welcomed by the Portfolio Committee. Um, And also cognizant of the fact that, Chair, we really work under extreme difficult conditions. Um, our Our funding allocation that we receive every year from National Treasury doesn't match the the mandate the big mandate that we have not to mention the issues that we are currently facing as you know that uh, gender based violence is escalating every day and it's no longer just gender based violence clapping or if you know kicking it's 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 killing of women as well which we call femicide and, and and this situation has been exacerbated by the covid-19 lockdown situation so chair it's it's huge mandate we don't sleep at night uh, but chair um, thank you for that opportunity i will just run through comments um, and I just want to say that most of the comments that were really positive coming our way, are taken, uh, uh, Chair, we, we have taken note of those comments. Um, and I, w- I will just go straight to questions. I think there was a, a, a very big question around the definition of a, a shelter. and And if you look at the definition of a shelter, the way we have conceptualized it, uh, Chairperson and honourable members, is that uh, a shelter basically? It's a place that gives a temporary, um, you know, a place or a home, um, but but it's temporal in nature. It's it's not intended to be someone staying there uh, for eternity. So, and in this case, we are talking about those temporary shelters for uh, survivors of gender-based violence. And if we talk about survivors of gender-based violence, yes, and I agree that in most cases, it's women uh, who sometimes run away with children. Um, and these are some of the things that we looked at that, you know, when you get to those shelters, it will be just one single bed that will not provide even for a, a six-year-old who's still breast, being breastfed or a, a, or a 13-year-old who has decided to also run away from. And And we do take the fact that, yes, it's predominantly women, but it's gender as well, because I think more and more we have seen more men coming forward to say, I would, I am also suffering from home. Uh, um, You know, uh, my wife actually beats the hell out of me. I'm sorry about the language. But let me just quickly say that, uh, Chair, that perpetrators are not removed from, from, from their home, and this is in accordance to the legal scripts. And if we say perpetrators, in most cases, it's men. So they are not removed from home, but it's women who are removed from home because the prescripts doesn't allow us. And it also says that uh, a person is innocent until proven guilty. So also domestic violence act, if you look at the act, it doesn't make provisions for the perpetrators to actually be removed. And we have also looked at the law reform uh, that actually processes Um, uh, some of the things, and this is also still underway, and we are going to amend the Domestic Violence uh, Act to actually look at these issues. And I must also mention, uh, honorable members, that... Uh, during COVID 19 lockdown stage five to four, I think we have um, had uh, some complaints from few men who came forward and said, I would rather move away from home and leave my wife and children comfortable. So I think there are few shelters. I must mention that in howden, for an example, some f- two uh, 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 BNBs were then changed into shelters for men. So these are some of the things that we are continuously looking at in terms of actually also just improving the lives uh, of women and children who are running away from SGBVHA. So if we talk about the emergency, the the, the place must be non-conditional, whether you come in with no nothing uh, or whether you you come from another province, it mustn't ask you a lot of questions. And um, it it, it must actually give you uh, that shelter. And we have looked at uh, the periods of stay in these shelters as well, because if we say temporary, uh, the period of stay was one of the things that we looked at. Uh, it should actually make sure that you stay there until you are ready to go back to your home. And there are certain programs that are provided in this shelter just to prepare you to go back home. And these ongoing programs are programs that um, revolve around medical attention, uh, that revolve around counseling, which is psychosocial support that you should be receiving. And even this psychosocial support, you are supposed to even get it when you have been discharged. And usually the period would be six months and we say if a person is not ready after six months, then what happens? So the shelters should be able to actually elongate because the the, 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 the the counseling is counseling that must be offered to the survivor, to the perpetrator, to the family members until someone is ready to be discharged from this shelter. Uh, let me quickly go to another uh, versus the home. And I must say that um, when we looked at the shelters, it was not about a place for the disabled. But we were saying that these shelters must provide a temporal, temporary place even for persons with disabilities. Because you will find that there were no ramps in some of the shelters because it's not only normal, uh, able people that run away from home. Most of the gender-based violence is perpetrated to people that um, uh, with disabilities. And, and we were saying that if you are in a wheelchair you will find that the shelters most shelters don't provide for you because the ramps are not there Uh, sometimes you will find that even the bathrooms are not even allowing and even lgbtiq communities some of the people that are, are, non, are gender non-conformant are not actually... They don't know where to put them because you know they would say, we don't know whether it's a man or a woman, so we are not sure whether at night something is going to happen because this person looks like a man. So we were saying that these shelters must provide uh, for persons with disabilities in terms of ramps and lifts, and but also persons um, uh, uh, members of uh, 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 LGBTIQA communities. Chair Person, let me quickly go to the next question uh, on the point of the DVA, with the, which is the uh, Domestic Violence Act of 1998, which really obliges um, you know, some sectors or some sections of uh, our communities, inclu- including law enforcement, SAPs, to actually provide services. I must say that in a nutshell, yes, As we are reviewing the Domestic Violence Act, these are some of the services that we will clearly package uh, in terms of what the SAPS is supposed to be uh, providing. And the gaps that are in this act will actually be looked at. And it's opportune time now, Chair and Honourable Members, because we have just adopted, the National Assembly has adopted the National Strategic Plan on Gender-Based Violence and Femicide. And we said within that process, we should be reviewing at least two Acts, which is the DVA, Domestic Violence Act, and the Sexual Offenses and Amendment Act. So those are the acts that we will prioritize during this uh, financial EHA. And we will look at issues and gaps that are there in terms of services provided and not provided by SAPs. Going straight to Honorable Zeke's a question on funding. Yes, I must say that, uh, yes, one of the uh, findings and recommendations is around funding of the shelters and the finding uh, honorable says that the, the 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 funding comes from the department of social development and this funding comes once a year so it's a per annum kind of an allocation that goes to shelters but you will find that that funding it's according to what they have submitted in terms of saying we think we have 20 beds and out of the 20 beds for the whole year we will need 200000 rent to cater for the whole year but because they will find that there is more demand for the service of shelters so mo- instead of uh, welcoming 20 people they would welcome 60 people and and we are saying that this is the kind of funding that they also c- try and source from donors so they go out of the dosd funding and they get donors they tend to rely on donations Uh, from local people, business people, and or sometimes international donors. And that funding comes with some regulations and and, and strict regulations to say, you do this and you don't do this. So because they are stretched um, uh, uh, more than what they are supposed to be receiving, so they tend to look for donation elsewhere, uh, Honorable Chair and Honorable Members. Uh, In terms of Let me just check other questions. I think there was a question on um, the, um, yeah, I think I've addressed the Shelter for Men. um, And uh, I think uh, the the shelters must have guidelines. The shelters must actually work closely with the National Shelter Movement. and, And we do have partnerships. We, uh, when we went to the shelters, we went together because they were providing some kind of guidelines and some kind of recommendations, which is why we are highly recommending that the Department of Social Development, the Department of Human Settlement, should actually work with this national uh, shelter movement, which is an NGO, with a lot of experience, a lot of uh, experience in terms of providing guidelines on on what needs to be put in place in terms of looking at the shelters. Uh, Chairperson, I want to leave other questions to be responded to by the department um, and i must say that chairperson i'm really um, you know honored and, and and humbled to hear the chairperson and members uh, really eager to working with cge we are here we are providing uh, services and we are making sure that we we will make sure that we look at coordination in the new structures that have been developed and the new NSP that has been adopted. Uh, We will be here as the Gender Commission just to make sure that we monitor the implementation of that national strategic plan on gender-based violence and femicide. And we will be here to monitor the structures that are being put in place to actually look at coordinating uh, in the country, in provinces, working with SALGAS, and we monitor the functionality and the effectiveness of those structures, Chairperson. I would like to pause here, Chair, and but also just to indicate that uh, really we are looking forward to being invited back to the uh, portfolio committee. Uh, 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 don't hesitate, Chair, to invite us. We will, we will definitely make time and come when invited. And uh, perhaps after this, Chair, with uh, humility, we would like to be excused as we are finalizing our annual performance report, as well as the annual financial statements.
1: Chair, thank you very much. Uh, <coughs> thank you.
0: Thank you, uh, Chairperson, um, uh, DDG, Naval. Chairperson, did you? Hello, Chairperson. not available to respond. Okay.
12: Thank you, Chair, and Portfolio Committee members. I must apologise first, uh, Chair. My network is not very good; it's on and off. Uh, I have not heard all the questions, and in some instances, I did not even hear the the names of the committee members but I'm going to start from what may be explaining uh, the roles and responsibilities of the department in relation to the work that we are talking about. Uh, if we can look at it from a perspective of Section 3 of the Housing Act, to say the ha- National Department has a, a different re- responsibility compared to what we have with the provinces and, and local government. A national department, given that we are representing it, we are expected to determine policy. We are expected to to determine norms and standards. Before we say we are determining policy and norms and standards, we have to undertake a detailed research in terms of the issues that we are supposed to respond to as a national department. Uh, Subsequent to the research, we will develop an instrument that we are are saying it's addressing the specific problem that has been identified. And further to that, we will consult with the relevant stakeholders that are pertaining to the problem that we are trying to address in relation to um, the issue. Uh, I must say, like I indicated earlier on, to say the consultation in relation to this uh, program, it had to be very uh, detailed in terms of bringing all the other sector departments, even talking to some of the uh, NPOs that are providing shelter, and to sort of agree in terms of what is it that is catered for and what is it that is not catered for. If, Chairperson, I can move on in terms of the responsibility to say, whilst we are determining our responsibilities to determine policy, we have a responsibility in terms of setting national goals. We have a responsibility in terms of allocating budgets. And when we've allocated those budgets, we need to monitor uh, the implementation in respect of policies that would have been approved. Where we stand at the moment, Chair, we have a policy document that we have prepared. It has been consulted with all the relevant stakeholders, including uh, presenting it uh, to the Department of Social Development and Department of Health for us to say these are the issues that we are addressing. In terms of the de- definition of what we've agreed upon as the department and the relevant uh, sector departments is to say the policy that we are developing, it has to address people with special housing needs. When we define a person with special housing needs, we are saying we are referring to persons that require housing opportunities for a variety of reasons. And it must be people who are unable to live independently in a normal housing environment. And therefore, they would require assistance in terms of a safe environment, in terms of a supportive environment. And that environment has to also be protected. And whoever that is in that environment that we are saying we are going to provide for, Uh, There has to be some level of care, protection, either on a temporary basis or on a permanent basis. Uh, From that definition, Chairperson, we have sort of agreed to say what we are going to provide for when the policy is approved, it will be broader than just providing for the victims of gender violence. In the definition, you realize, Chair, that it also covers uh, children who are orphans. It covers persons with disabilities because they wouldn't be able to uh, live independently on their own because of the nature of disabilities if it's at an extreme level to be a person not to be able to live on their own requiring support. And it will be uh, for persons who are terminally ill as well. So we have sort of provided those categories and uh, in itself, I think when I relate to what the other committee members related to when we say it has to be a shelter that has some level of care in terms of the level of care, it basically involves the, the other sector departments in terms of providing such. Our responsibility is in terms of providing the shelter itself, which will be uh, talking to the roof uh, um, and the walls that would have been provided, including the infrastructure in terms of water and services. The full uh, work that has to be undertaken inside the K it has to be provided in a form of a, a through a multidisciplinary approach, where you will have social development, maybe bringing counsellors, uh, social workers, where you have Department of Health bringing nurses, where you'll interact with the uh, members of the South African police services, in terms of ensuring that uh, the whoever that would have been in that centre is fully protected and there would have been investigations in relation to maybe some of the issues that would have been provided. Other departments will include linking them with the Department of Labor and also ensuring that there is some level of uh, education that or skilling that happens in that kind of an environment. So when we were developing it, we basically said we just need to understand that what is missing It's a shelter. And each and every sector department that has to play a role has to come and play its part in relation to the uh, responsibilities that are allocated uh, from emanating from the constitution and also from the relevant legislation that would have been uh, approved in relation to uh, the care. I'm going to pose the chairperson. Request the DDG, if he had all the other questions to continue from where I'm I'm leaving. Hello.
0: Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, DDG. DDG? like we have <clears throat> we've lost the ddg um police hello chairperson um it's like we've lost the ddg okay let me try and and, and find out chairperson i'll come back to you okay
4: Jefferson,
0: can we move to other to another item while we are still waiting for the GDG? I propose Okay okay honorable members uh, let's let's get Colisworth uh, to come back to us if it's a network we will 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 leave
4: it at that Maybe let me check with members that. Uh, Morning, uh, chair.
11: Sorry, I can you hear me?
0: Okay. Oh yes, DTG. Hello. Yes, DTG. We can hear you. Proceed. Chair, can uh, can you hear me? Yes, 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 DTG.
11: Hello.
0: We can hear you. Proceed.
11: Morning, chairperson. Can you hear me?
0: Yes. We can hear you. Um, Holy sir. Hello, Sheperson. He, he is on voicemail. So I can't assist now because his phone
11: is on voicemail. Oh, okay. uh, morning,
3: okay. check Can you
11: hear me? He's connected, yes. Chair. Sorry, sorry, my. Sorry, chair.
0: Yes, proceed. We can hear you.
11: Sorry, I was having network problems. Chair, just to indicate, and I won't be long, I think Nontlanta, Ms. Butelez, has covered a number of the essential points that were raised. I think the important points for us to note, Chair, is that in relation to the matter, uh, there was a policy framework that we work with as the department, uh, and on the basis of that policy framework, there's a funding framework attached to it. In the case of the Special Needs Housing uh, and 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 in relation to the matters related to shelters and temporary housing and transitional housing, that's the issue that has to be defined and developed uh, between ourselves, uh, Social Development Department of uh, Health. Uh, and in relation to that, uh, the issue was that if there's a construction or if there's a requirement for construction uh, for. shelters to be constructed. Uh, The issue was that as the department, uh, the roles and responsibilities about managing it, uh, uh, as well as uh, running of those uh, shelters by the nonprofit organizations, uh, and it covers the age, it covers uh, people with uh, institutional, who need to be institutionalized. And then it also needs, and I think uh, I think I think there was a uh, was it member, Moshtella or Mokotu had raised the issue around the responsibility, role, and responsibilities of of, of, of councils uh, because they are also those grants that are provided to NPOs. But chair, as we've indicated, the policy there is a draft. Uh, when will we bring it, chair? We will bring it uh, to the committee. And depending on the schedule, we can do that before the end of uh, September, but anytime after the fifteenth of September, with your permission, Chair. Thank you.
0: Thank you very much, uh, DDG. Um, the time for human settlement has la- uh, for gender commission report has lapsed. Let me. Chairperson. Chairperson. Honourable Mokoto. Thank you, Chairperson. I would like to make a follow-up on Honourable, one of the... Honourable, Honourable Mokotu, the time for the Gender uh, commission has lapsed. We are now leaving, going to another item. Chairperson. Uh, please, please, Honourable Mokotu, because... So most of the questions have not yet been answered. Which questions, Honourable Mokotu, because... Uh, uh, for example, one of the simplest questions that I've asked is that uh, is improving the quality of shelters not the mandate of the department. And then I've also said that if it is because it is, uh, why the, have the, the DG- department DG- not, um, you know, provided security for shelters such as Kenisa Victim Center, Guanobu, for example? That is one of the questions that have not been answered. But I thought the DG. DDG has re- responded to that. Let me give him an opportunity to respond to you again. DDG? Yes, I want him to be specific to, in particular, answer this question.
11: in terms of the policy, uh, the current policy that we have, we are not responsible for shelters in terms of the funding, so we're not allowed to use the funding in relation to to, to shelters. Uh, it is allowable in the case of transition housing, it's also allowable in the case of emergency housing, but in terms of those policy as well as the framework, it does not cover uh, uh, shelters and, sh- and specifically shelters which are uh, privately owned or managed outside of the state. You, We will know that in many respects in relation to to, to, to state funding or public funding, they, there's no framework for us currently to be able to be upgrading or, 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 or uh, uh, providing improvements to those shelters. Thank you. Um.
0: Thank you. Thank you, DG. Um. Let's proceed to the second item. Um. Take Gigi. the question. Welcome to welcome the. Uh, miss, um. Hang on.
4: My. Oh I lost my agenda
0: now. Um, it? it's Miss
2: Ishmael Cheperson.
0: Okay.
2: Yes. Chair it's Honourable Powell, I rise on a point of clarity, please. Can I just understand how we're gonna manage the time? We've got 55 minutes left. We spent an hour and a half on the CGE. Um it's can we just get an undertaking that the we, 10
0: minutes will it's not one and a half hour? My my time, it's uh, my yes, we 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 it's because the the report was huge and uh, and 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 we had to to give them they had an you know, one hour and we we'll have spend a lot of time ourselves I agree yeah. Doing ourselves
3: so yeah no we have totally i'm just asking
2: how we're going to manage the time for the korealini are we going to stick to the 10 minutes 10 minutes 10 minutes 30 minutes because then the Breda valley issue won't we won't have time for that on this agenda because this is it so let's see where we arrived, honorable member can sorry sorry
0: can we proceed in, uh, and see where we'll arrive at the time uh, because if if because if we are not finished because we have eaten our time ourselves arguing amongst ourselves uh, we'll check with in the meantime Collisa will check whether they will allow us to to finalize the agenda if not we we will we we, we will at the time that uh, we're supposed to end the meeting will communicate with the relevant stakeholder. Can we allow Ms. Ishmael to, pro- to present? Uh, Ms. Ishmael, you're welcome to the Portfolio Committee on Human Settlement, Water and Sanitation. Uh, <clears throat> this is the Parliament of Republic of South Africa. You are welcome, uh, a, we have received your petition. Uh, we wanted to give you 10 minutes to talk to us about
6: your petition. Uh, Good morning, Chair, and good morning, all. Thank you for the opportunity to present this petition. Um, It's important to note that the council-owned rental stock in the city of Ikiruleni was built in the pre-democracy era. This rental stock was built for social housing for the middle and low-income groups. The said council stock costing has been recovered over and over again in the past 26 years. In 2008, an item was passed to allow for market-related rentals to be charged. This was to the detriment of tenants. In 2010, an added item was passed, allowing for a further 10% increase every year, further to the detriment of disadvantaged families. On passing this item, many parties have requested for a review of this item as per Section 59.3 of the Municipal Systems Act 32 of 2000. It is now almost 12 years and the municipality has not reviewed this item. The state of this council-owned rental stock does not allow or justify the high rental discharged. charged. Due to the dilapidated state of this rental stock, the inconsistencies of the rental charged is discriminatory, unjust, and unfair. The fact that one tenant is paying an economical rate and the neighbor is paying a market-related rental rate in the same building with the same degenerated conditions and the building structure is not fair to the market-related rental payer. Maintenance and refurbishments done at these flats are of a poor quality, and insufficient funds are provided to effectively refurbish these flats. Senior citizens, both at the pensioners' flats and those living at normal blocks of flats, are expected to pay high rentals, even though they only receive a SASA grant. Many homes have been unravelled. Many tenants have been evicted with no place to go. In some cases, a parent had passed on, and young children have been put on the street just because they could not afford these rentals. This is although the Constitutional Court ruling states that evictions cannot take place if a person has no other place to go. Considering that the unemployment rate is so high and there is a scarcity of jobs, many tenants cannot afford these high rentals, let alone provide food, pay school fees, and afford to purchase electricity. As a PR counselor and ward counselor that served in the city of Icarolani, I have highlighted to address this issues via petitions and a motion at Council to lower the higher rentals. This matter has been highlighted to the Public Protector, the Human Rights Commission, and taken to court on more than one occasion. Yet, the city of Ikerulani does not find it necessary to urgently address and resolve this matter. Presently, there are at least 140 families whose prepaid electricity meter boxes are blocked simply because they cannot afford to pay the high rentals due to retrenchment or unemployment. It is disappointing to note that the department sees fit in presenting items affecting tenants of council-owned stock without proper public participation and public awareness programs. There are families who live in these flats for years. They cannot afford the leases to be changed to higher rentals and cannot afford to build or take on home loans. We call on the portfolio committee of human settlements and water and sanitation to please intervene and help ensure market rentals are decreased as a matter of urgency and all tenants that have been brought up in these flats not to be penalized at this juncture of their lives. Also, that the city of Ikiruleni provides timeframes as to when the public participation process will start and end and as to when deliberations on the review of this item will be finalized and presented to council to resolve. Thank you, Chair.
13: Thank you very much, um, Ms. Ishmael, the city of Kuruleni. Thanks very much, uh, Chair, Uh, and let let me greet all honourable members, including uh, (laughs) um, officials present in this meeting, uh, cutting across (laughs) the two tiers of government. Sure, perhaps I, I, I'm, I'm with the HOD of Human Settlement, Mr. Andile Masaluje, uh, who can go into detail uh, if, the, if the committee pleases. But I just thought that perhaps maybe to cut to the chase, we, we can give a high-level uh, report uh, in, in as far as uh, Honourable Member Hasina uh, Ismail has given his uh, happy, uh, habit of, of the take. Chairperson, perhaps, maybe. Let me just uh, give a lowdown. down. Indeed, there has been a, a erroneous item brought, brought before council.
0: Uh, uh, sorry, member, uh, councillor. Yes. Uh, what portfolio are you holding, so that uh, for the purpose of the record?
13: My apologies, chairperson yes. uh, My name is Councillor Elsie I'm, I'm the MMC responsible for Human Settlements in the City of Ekurhuleni. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you very much. With, with me, with me, chair, I'm am I'm, I'm, I'm with the uh, head of department in the city, Mr. Andile Masalucci. Yes. Yeah,
0: welcome.
13: Thanks, okay. chair. Can, can I proceed? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah, proceed.
0: Yes.
13: Yeah, so so I, I just thought perhaps maybe to to save the committee's time, uh, we should give a high level a report. Uh, so, our take on the matter, Chairs, the city is that indeed there has been a erroneous a schedule presented before Council. And this erroneous schedule 26 uh, was giving a presentation of, um, uh, you know, um, ridiculous ridiculously low tariffs. And you would know uh, that in terms of the Rental Housing Act, uh, we as a city have got to run a, 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 an entity or uh, the rental stock in a manner that is sustainable. So it, it is incumbent on ourselves to actually uh, provide maintenance services to the, uh, to the stock and to ensure that uh, the upkeep of the property is, uh, is up to standard. Uh, And one can agree that indeed because of the aging stock, there are multiple challenges uh, which we are confronting on a daily basis as the city of Guralin. But just to give a a brief on on what would have happened is that this erroneous uh, schedule that would have come come before before council uh, would have been rescinded at a particular time. And what is important also to understand is that there is a relationship that regulates ourselves as a city who is the landlord mm-hmm. and the tenants, which is a lease. Inherently in a lease, there is a mandatory 10% increment, uh, annual increment, uh, a chairperson. So when you are a tenant who is given a, who, who is given a particular subsidies, uh, uh, you sign a lease with the landlord and you, you consciously take ownership of the fact that annually there is going to be a 10% increment. And this, as I said in my opening address, Jeppesen, it is to maintain that uh, the city runs a sustainable process of its rental stock. So there was then a, a, an application brought before court, uh, which was in two parts. Uh, part A was to unblock the prepaid meters, and the Part B was to implement this uh, this erroneous uh, uh, Schedule Twenty Six, which was presenting uh, very low tariffs, and and this this uh, 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 you know erroneous re- uh, item that was later rescinded by Council would have actually led to the demise of uh, uh, you know our process of uh, of the upkeep of the. Of the the rental stock, so what the court then did is to grant uh, is to grant relief on the part A, which is to to unblock the prepaid meters, uh, which we 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 did, um, uh, seeing that it was then granted uh, by the court, but it was also pending implementation of. Of uh, you know uh, the council on the uh, rescinding of uh, that schedule 26. So what 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 part part B also wanted to do is to say we grant a cessation on the evictions uh, of 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 the tenants uh, pending the ruling on the approved tariffs. Uh, so what what would that mean is that we we'll then take an item to council to say. A mistake was done in the previous years, which is not making financial sense in the upkeep of the rental stock. So therefore we are bringing it before council to rescind it so that we bring in, it in, in an item that will actually make sense in the actual uh, sustainability of the complex. So the initial applicants, chairperson uh, were 21, which uh, there was initial applicants uh, before court, which were, were led by Mr. Uh, Mr. Mkhun, uh, pa- pa- pardon me, Mr. Mkunu. and that then prompted another 30 who then, uh, 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 you know, with the similar prayers, uh, made, made an application before court. I think this was then a trend where uh, citizens were saying, it seems as if um, uh, our efforts of not paying it might be you know recognized by the courts so therefore they joined in the court application but what is interesting to note is that their application had the similar prayers as that of the initial 21 uh, applicants subsequently council rescinded the schedule 26 uh, and immediately after that this application before court was dismissed by the court since council then uh, rescinded uh, the Schedule 26. So that therefore meant that we can we could proceed with the credit control measures, uh, making evictions a last resort because we don't have any intentions of evicting tenants provided that tenants play their part, approach the city so that we speak to credit control measures because uh, there is an obligation imposed by law on the tenant to actually pay uh, their part of 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 the tariffs but what was happening is that these tenants were no longer paying for uh, for, for for their for their um uh, 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 they were no longer paying their rent and which was a, a a a breach on their obligation to pay as 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 a tenant our position chairperson as i perhaps learned is that we are willing, as a city, to assist uh, the tenants, uh, provided that it is in line with the credit control uh, of the pol- uh, credit control policy of the city. Um, uh, because uh, the the citizens would have brought another court, uh, you know, uh, application, which we are not certain whether they are proceeding or not. But subsequently, or parallel to that, they also went to the public protector as. Uh, asserted by uh, a member uh, Hasina, they would have gone to the public protector. However, our understanding is that anything that is in court, that is in court for recourse, the public protector might not necessarily have um, or has quite limitations in terms of interacting with that particular matter. So it is in court, um, uh, we are not certain whether uh, the applicants are proceeding or not. But we are saying that uh, we are willing to sit down with them to work out their credit controls. They have to pay their part um, uh, of uh, their end of the bargain, which is to pay for their rates. And then I think um, uh, we we are maintaining that our approach as a city is that individuals have to come to the city to actually negotiate their uh, uh, reinstatement of policy which will be in line with the credit control uh, policy of the city, Chairperson. Chair, I would have said a uh, 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 high level, but I think uh, with your permission uh, to grant the HOD of human settlements if I have left anything out, uh, Mr. Mataluche. Uh, thank you, Chairperson. doubt your.
4: Pardon?
0: Already your time is up. You are left with three minutes. Can you do that with three minutes?
13: He can. He can brush it up in three minutes. Uh, Chair.
0: Three minutes.
13: Yes.
4: Hey, thank you, Honorable uh, Chairperson, uh, Honorable
8: Members uh, of the Committee. Uh, My uh, MMC, uh, Councillor Lesibandia, my uh, fellow uh, colleagues from Human Settlements. Uh, Honourable Chair, the MMC has dealt with the contextual background in terms of this. We have submitted a formal response in terms of how our rental stock is operating and also to address some of the discrepancies that uh, we currently have in the existing policy. So without wasting time, I'm just going to go straight into it. Um, in terms of the executive summary, as uh, the Honorable Member um, uh, has mentioned uh, in the petition, that we, we have an approved uh, rental policy, which was adopted in 2008 and also reviewed in, in 2010. The, the, the policy as it exists has got uh, some shortcomings. Um, which I explain in detail um, in the in the in the in the policy that is currently being reviewed by council, which I'll also talk to. The, the the shortcomings of the existing policy chairperson is that the 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 tariff rate model was based on income. In some instances, people didn't uh, uh, disclose their income. Some would claim that they're not working whereas they are getting paid cash where they are getting paid. In some instances, we find there was a huge discrepancy with regard to tenants who've been in these um, uh, units for the past 10 years versus the new one. There was some discrepancy that was given to some officials to also uh, take uh, the circumstances of the leases into account. So with all those, we then decided that uh, we need to, to review the, the, the existing policy. Uh, to make sure that uniform. So, in terms of the, the the legislative framework, we are governed by the Rental Housing Act, as 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 art, um, Act of num act number fifth of 1999. Uh, in terms of the portfolio, just at a high level, we have 39 complexes for families that consist of 2,220 housing units. We have twenty-five complexes that uh, cater for senior citizens. That consist of one thousand two hundred and, and fourteen. <laughs> yes, yes.
0: Your, the time. Your time has uh, lapsed. Uh, probably the members have received your. You've you've sent the the information to members of the committee. Yeah. Okay. So, if I can just
8: wrap it up, uh, the, the existing policy, as, it, as it's contained in the in the report, is being reviewed. So the item was submitted to council on the twenty uh, to, to in November, and then from there it was referred to oversight, and then oversight deliberated on the item, and then the oversight submitted its report on the twenty fifth of June this year to council, and then council resolved two things. One, that the 10% that is currently uh, being uh, paid from the 1st of July every year be put on hold pending the finalization of this item. Secondly, that the, 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 the policy that is being reviewed be subjected to public participation, especially those affected parties. So those are the two things that council resolved on. Which we are busy working on with the oversight, and then a report will then go back to council once we've done that process. thank you very much. Thank you very much.
0: Um, then we have the department um, respond nationally. DG. Uh, thank
11: you, chair. Chair, I think the the position of the department is that we're consistent with what Ekuruleni put forward. Uh, and I think the issue is that it falls within the scope of authority. So uh, what we have requested is that we'll, 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 we'll work and assist with the Ekuruleni uh, to ensure that there's a proper process of approval and there's equity in the process. Thank you, Chair. Thank
0: you very much. Honourable members, that was the report of Ekuruleni and on 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 the petition that was forwarded by on uh, Councillor Is Ishmael. Um I'm going to
6: allow Honourable um Check,
3: can
7: thank, I make a point you, of before?
6: Point My of name in- on a point of clarity, me please.
7: Uh, Thank you, Chair. I was thinking that can't we, before maybe we comment, chair, because there is a way forward, can't we hear what uh, uh, Councillor Ishmael is, is 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 saying on the matter, on the okay. proposed area, then we can comment, Chair. Apologies, Member Michelle. Okay. It's,
2: it's MP. It's MP Ishmael. She's not a councillor
3: anymore.
0: Oh, um, Apologies, okay. Chair apology uh mp mine. yeah um you can you can you can you can go into the clarity
6: um oh, thank program. you chair yes uh, yeah. thank you chair um while i appreciate uh, mmc Lasibas' input and uh, the hud's input um i just want to clarify that this petition is not to address the court case Um, This petition is basically to address the issue of uh, the 2008 and 2010 items. So, um, look, what is being brought to the table with this petition is to say that it's 12 years ago that this item was supposed to be reviewed. And it's taking the city of Ikraleni too long. Can we get some time frames, please? I appreciate that you're working forward. But if we could get some time frames of the public participation... uh, you know, campaigns and input and uh, maybe a a, a time frame for when this item will be, you know, presented at council. Maybe that will be working a way forward for all. Thank you.
0: Okay, Councillor Lusiba and HOD, who's taking it?
13: Yeah, no, thanks, yeah. I think uh, the HOD would have... uh, uh, made it clear that uh, explicitly that uh, there is there's work on the item currently. There's a position that council would have taken. The item is now in public participation. Uh, we do take cognizance of the contents of the uh, petition and that is what we' are addressing. Uh, we are not speaking to the, to the trivial issues uh, that might arise uh probably you know the court proceedings and so forth Uh, we just have to we just had to put it into context for the benefit of the committee but there is work been done on the item the item uh, we have taken a position to say with regard to the relief on the economic conditions of the people let's put the 10 percent mandatory um uh, fee on hold Whilst the item is, is saving in public participation, once it is done, chairperson, uh, saving in public participation, uh, because we are also uh, pondering uh, on 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 how it should be done. Because you know that public participation would necessarily uh, need uh, many people to interact with the item in a in a in a physically participatory processes, but with the current limitations on the regulations, uh, we are chatting out a way of informing that we don't compromise on public participation uh, and on people's rights to comment on the issue. But once it is done on public participation, we'll surely forward that report to the committee. Thanks, Thanks, Chair. You don't have
0: exact date. That's what you're saying.
8: Chair, Chair if, I, if I can add, Honourable Chair, uh, MMC, MMC is correct because of the the situation uh, we find ourselves in. We then propose to the oversight the manner in which we want to undertake the public participation.
3: Yeah.
8: Once the oversight is comfortable with the approach, we'll then, um, we then we we have allowed ourselves 30 days to to do it. We
0: are losing you, HOT.
8: Okay, no, I was saying because of COVID, we had to propose to oversight the manner in which we want to undertake the public participation. Once oversight is happy with that and then we will we've allowed ourselves 30 days to, to, to engage the relevant stakeholders and then submit a report to oversight, which will then oversight take to council. So that is the process, Okay. Okay. That that is the the the, the
0: response, uh, uh, Honourable Ishmail.
6: Um, uh, you want to follow up? Thank you, Chair. I appreciate that they've given us a time frame of thirty days for the public participation so we look forward to the item coming back to council in at least uh two months time thank you so much uh chair I really do appreciate the opportunity
0: thank you very much honorable members um, you, you are given um, two minutes two minutes to comment on the matter and then so that we proceed to other issues there is a progress on the matter and and uh, <coughs> honorable member ishmael is agreeing to the process
4: Can I get Honorable Mashefu? Thank
5: you, Jefferson. uh, Under normal circumstances, we will say that uh, let the process continue. However, let me just mention two things. We we do not separate the the social housing uh, uh, project vis-à-vis the residential houses. We will not resolve this problem. Social houses by its own nature are houses where people we have lost you, Honourable so Mashio. You do not expect people that are indigent, people that are unemployed, because you it is for, for it, it's its purpose. it's for, for people to pay and stay there socially, and the city makes money out of that. So for as long as you got people that are unemployed, that are indigent, that are unable to pay you, it is no longer social houses. You are losing the meaning of it. Um, but let me let, let me, I will allow the process to continue because I have invo- I was involved in a discussion in my capacity as an MMC in Akulene and also as a chief, chief on this discussion. For as long as we do not separate that a, a social housing process, it's houses of the city. Wherein people that lodges in it shall pay. If you do not pay, you can go and apply for indigent and get into the RDP process. Unfortunately, in this case, it is not the case. We will come back and discuss the matter because it, it won't solve the problem of member Hasim. because member Hasim is expecting something that will allow indigent and unemployed people to stay and still pay, not market-related, but indigent processes it it does not happen in a social housing project yes, but then, I, I i will leave with whatever will come We will come back on it after two, after two months from here because it will, it will not resolve the problem And then, uh, Andy, like, good, good morning thank you thank so, good you honorable thank you thank you honorable mashiekh honorable ismail is not
0: saying that uh, honorable mashir. Thank, thank you she you. Thank you. I just wanted to clarify no, it's not saying uh, people must not pay. It's not what
2: he's saying. Uh, can we then get uh, honourable Powell? Thanks, chairperson. I welcome the uh, presentation. Um, well, firstly, I welcome um, honourable Ismail, having having raised this issue on the parliamentary platform. We can see that um, this issue has been going on now for twelve years. So this isn't something that happened yesterday. It's taken the uh, current municipality by their own admission, 12 years to deal with this, because this was an item that came before council in 2008. So we welcome the progress, but note that the timeframes are really unacceptable because people's lives and incomes and livelihoods are at stake here. We also welcome the um, officials and the MMCs undertaking for the 30-day period, and we ask you, Chairperson, if this item can come back to us in September um, so that we can continue to monitor the undertakings made by Akuruleni. Um, and I will write to you in that regard to make sure that this that, that this committee conducts that ongoing oversight, because, you know, at this stage, I don't think we should just accept things at face value. And then I also welcome um, Honourable Ishmael's fight for for economic justice, for the disparity between those who are having market-related rental and those who've got sort of state subsidies, but I remain concerned. I understand that the that the 10% has been put on hold, but um, I just also want to understand where this 10% comes from because CPI over the past sort of couple of years, it's between 4.5% and 6.4%. So, is it currently making a profit off this annual increase of 10%? Where, where does that come from? Those are my Thank questions. Thank you, Chair uh,
0: Honorable members, two minutes each. Uh, please, if we can can respect that. Honorable Musala. Thanks, Thanks, Chair. Uh, I th- The importance of uh, petitions to Parliament should be a priority in the committee programme, scheduling as a matter of agency. We cannot talk on looking after our people's interests as public representatives if we don't take this seriously. The petition, when I, I was reading the petition, it was referred to the committee on the 6th of February 2020 but only being recognized by this committee almost in August 2020. This is injustice to the residents of this community. Why is it being processed only now? This is my question. Why? COVID-19 cannot be used as an excuse anymore, nor can the district development model save this situation. The committee needs leadership of par excellence. We don't need medi- mediocrity. We cannot allow something like that to happen. And my other input with with regards to the 10% increase. is very ridiculous. I, I, I just want to end this. Very ridiculous. We can't. We can't. It's too much for our people. And we need to ensure that we make sure that our people doesn't get evicted because of failing to pay. Because COVID-19 had led many losing jobs and pay cuts. For now, let's ensure that, that, that our people are safe there at Ekuruleni. The council of Ikuruleni could not continue as though it is business as usual. We cannot, the 10% is ridiculous. Go and sit down and try to solve this matter amicably. Thank you.
4: Honourable,
0: chair. Thanks very much. I think I'm covered uh, by the speakers that uh, spoke uh, before me. Thanks, chair. Honourable,
9: thank uh, you.
7: Thank you. Thank you, Chair. Chair, let me declare my conflict of interest. I work very closely with the MMC on local matters there and also the office led by Mr. Lubango Lubango in Alberton. So this is like home. Chair, let me also appreciate the comment from Member Powell. A DA member saying, talking about economic justice. This is development, and then we need to commend it because it shows a sign of change from the bourgeois thinking to a socialist thinking. Chair, I think Member Mashiko has given us a homework of the meaning of social housing. And uh, for member Musala to beat a drum, a socialist kind of drums under these conditions of social housing, it may not be a good thing, but he's trying just to make noise. And uh, my proposal is that the Ekuruleni has given us a way forward. A while others are going to comment but I was thinking that let's take what member Mashikov said and I think DG acting DG this is also an item for the agenda not necessarily for a lane but for a discussion generally on the impact of both COVID and generally policy formulation around these kind of challenges on housing on social housing that we need ourselves as a committee chair keep abreast with this kind of an agenda and debate it among ourselves uh, uh, and in, in with the department. So I want to say, Chair, thank you very much and uh, thanks for the response uh, from Ekurulin which is it's taking us forward.
0: You thank can you see go
7: through, Chair. Thank you very much, uh, Honorable
0: Basson.
4: Honourable Basson?
7: Absence, yeah.
2: Chair. Chairperson, oh. I focus on human settlements issues, so Honourable Basan's covered. Thank you.
0: Okay. Thank you. Um,
4: Honourable Mokutu? Honourable Mokutu? Uh, thank, you, okay.
3: yes.
0: thank you, Chair. Thank you, Chair. I'm going to say to the Council that they must look into this issue of other tenants having to pay market-related uh, rentals whilst the others are paying uh, less rentals. Thank you, Chair. Thank you very much,
12: Honorable
4: Sifai. Thank you for calling. If you know your body. Party- Honourable on Honourable honorable, uh I'm covered, Chair. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Honourable Tafeni.
0: Thank you, Chaperson. Chaperson, it is the surprise about the petition that is coming on the last day of July twenty twenty. But it was due on February twenty twenty. So it means it takes clear that they are not taking our people serious here. So Honorable Mukale is right
9: and 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 clear about that. So I thank you, Chaperson.
0: Thank you, thank you, honorable members. I'm not going to report, respond to other issues. Uh, let me uh, thank the, the uh, member of parliament, uh, Ishmael, for, for uh, having yeah. come in to present to the committee. And uh, we we are going to make sure that, uh, as the uh, city of ukurulen is committing itself, Within a month, they will process the issue. Take In two months, take the matter to the council. Immediately after, around uh, September, we'll request the MMC to, to send the reports to the, meet, to the to the parliament. And if there is a need for us to engage again, we'll call you again, uh, Honorable Ishmael, if there, the city of Ekurulen has responded to the matter adequately. Uh, we will send the members uh, the response uh, from uh, uh, the city of uh, Kurulen But again, <coughs> at that time, I think we we, we will actually uh, engage uh, on a broader issues as uh, it has been raised on the issue of social housing so that we are able to to engage with the matter and rest uh, um, that case uh, for even in other municipality if it can arise. Thank you for alerting that because it it is then helping us to to continue to engage with the with the matter of of of, of social housing and renting uh, and 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 we we will uh, await for the report from Ekuruleni in September. Thank you very much. Uh,
6: uh, honorable Ismael. thank you to the committee thank you so Chief, much Chief. I've asked why
0: is this being processed now from February go now we, are, we, are, we are almost in august now go and ask so the I, I, I want to know why what what, cost, go and what cost ask that? the office of the speaker you can go and ask the office of the speaker
13: just, just, just for your guidance, um, are we expected to respond to the questions in written form? Uh, the orally asked questions now—is that the chairperson's guidance?
3: No, no.
0: The issue that uh, the petition is raising, you are saying that you are taking the pub- public. You have actually dealt with the issue of the ten percent. you're you're dealing with other issues which are going to for public participation. We're saying we allow the council to do that process and immediately when you finish, issues that are raised by the petition by uh, Honorable Ishmael, that's what we're dealing with in this. So after the council meeting, if there are issues that has not been responded to, we will call you back. But please, after the council if you you even if you have re- responded to that, send the committee the report. And if you have not actually, the committee is not happy with your response. Who will call you again to this meeting? Thank you very much. So can we? You are then released. Uh, can we get the?
4: No, but Jefferson, you-,
0: you did not answer that. Can I be recognized, please? Mm. Honorable member, we don't have much time. Can we allow the bread valley to proceed? No, because you did not answer me. You said I was going to respond. Speak, the speaker
2: is yes. not the chair. The person is you.
0: I'm not going to respond there. I don't have
2: an answer. Can we proceed? Honorable okay. Semenia, it's Honorable Powell.
0: Then Honorable Powell, we don't have time. Can we proceed with the. It's message? on the next
2: item. It's not on the Akaralani matter. Okay. Um, we have got 10 minutes Um, so I just want to make sure that when we consider this next item we're not going to be able to make any progress in 10 minutes so can we get an agreement that we'll go over 12 o'clock or what your plan is because it's not fair to the officials who've waited all morning on Breda Valley to now be given ten minutes for the this full item. We we need to apply our minds. So can can I have some guidance from you, please, on if we're going to go over twelve o'clock or or, or what the plan is? Thank you.
0: Thank you very much, uh, Honourable Powell. I said, uh, will, will 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 guide us uh, through the engagement with the those that are amending the system. Whether we can proceed over the. Um. um, After twelve, call this one. Can we please check your message, Chaperson?
3: Oh,
0: message on on the WhatsApp or the WhatsApp, Chaperson? Okay. So, the, the system is allowing we can continue. Can we then get the the Breda Valley Municipality? Uh, the councillor will introduce the, the issue um, as, as put on the agenda. Breder Valley.
14: Uh, good morning, Honorable Chair. Um, my name is Neil Merkir. I'm the Speaker of the Municipal Council. And good morning, Honorable Members.
0: Are you with me? Can you, can you receive me? Yes. Um, hello, Chairperson. Yes, ma'am. There is also Mr. Mangali, who was also going to introduce the, the memorandum from Brete Valley. Oh, Mr. Who? Mr. Mangali. Oh, Mr. Mangali. Oh, Mr. Mangali. uh um, Councillor, or, can we give you Mr. Mangali? Of course, That more? will follow.
14: It's fine, it's fine with me, uh, honorable chair. It's fine with me, Mr. Councilman Mangali. May proceed, he's the okay. complainant in the matter. So, um, okay, proceed? all right, okay. Okay. okay, thank
8: you,
14: thank you very
9: much, uh, chair. Good morning, are you here, Mr. chair? Yes, we do. We do. Good morning, chair, and the portfolio committee, uh, and the Brindaville municipality. Uh, my name is. Moses Mangale, award councillor of Bredeville in Ward 16. I did write the memorandum because of uh, I have a challenge and a problem. I raised this uh, many times in our municipality and I send even an email to, to the province, to the provincial. But it seems that we get ignored because of um, <coughs> there is no answers. Uh, Chairperson, let me be briefly and short because I have only five minutes. In my five minutes, I just have three issues on that I raised on my email when I send it a, a complaint. Chairperson, uh, I I did complain with the issue of the project of the housing uh, in New Mandela that were approved on 2013. The project's name is New Mandela 652. That project was approved on 2013. I was not a councillor on that time, but I was a committee member, a what committee member, a portfolio in housing. And then I became a councillor in 2016. Since uh, 2013, the project keep doing um, beneficial list up until now. And then. My problem or our problem is that we we have two projects in Prede Valley. One in, in one is a transex project that have eight eight thousand units. And then we have the the other one that uh, in New Mandela. Chairperson, my problem is that in twenty. 20- since we're keeping doing a beneficial list, but there is no nothing happened in 20. Oh, counselor. In... Oh, yes, counsellor. yes, ma'am.
0: Can you remove your
9: cap? Okay. Sorry, sorry about that. Uh, are You see me now? Okay. A uh, chaplain in 20. In financial year of twenty seventeen and twenty eighteen, the president Municipality sent back the housing money, thirteen point five million, of which that money we supposed to, they supposed to use on the project of transits. My concern is that we have other projects, like projects that approved in 2013, but they keep saying that why they didn't use that money to that project on, on 652. Six, then instead of that, they send it back to, to the province. In financial year of 2018, 2019, they send 80 million of housing back of which we still have those two. That's concern, concern That That's what I did understand. On our municipality, it seems that they ignore us, or they don't want to work with uh, with our our, our words, or they ignore the, the the poor and the poorest people. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second issue, chairperson, uh, I just rushed because of the the time, chairperson. I have five minutes. The second issue, chairperson, is the issue of the Mandela note, of which that the the Mandela note is sixteen years now. People are sitting in informal settlement. On 2017, 2018, uh, they said the municipality sent us an NGO or NPO that called uh, uh, that called Kayam uh, Nandi, that they must do uh, a work on Mandela Not. But in after six months, they we we're waiting for it. And then after six months, they said the new NPO that they must do the same job that Nandi did. That for us, it's waste of money. Because when they, they hire Nandi, they paid a lot of money for Nandi to do the job in Mandela North. But after six months, they they hire new uh, NPO or NGO to do the job. Of which that is waste of money Jefferson, on that note we have that informal settlement that they have a lot of uh, plus minus six thousand people are living there in that informal settlement uh, we have elderly people disabled people there is no streets there there is no um, water and sanitation nothing about like that there is no electricity so those people are suffering for a long time now, of which, uh, as the municipality that we call, that is a caring municipality. On my understanding, we're supposed to look that, because in our priority, Chepesin, since 2011, until now, you can check this, uh, and note is still there in our priority. What priorities? It seems that the, our municipality, they supposed to budget on that, uh, since 2011 until now, it's eight years. If I count correct, Chaperson. But there is no budget. Last last week, uh, Tuesday, we have a, a council meeting that we sit with up the IGP issues. We raised this in IGP, but it seems that they ignore us. Chaperson in, in 2017 in in Ivan Park, where the people of Ivan Park. Relocated themselves to a new place called Emakwale. Those people, they sit with uh, some of them. They have uh, IDP, RDP houses. Some of them they have electricity. They ran because of there was there was a uh, crisis there. There was a fight, gangsters fight. Supervis- that our municipality did not attend on that issue. <laughs>
0: Summarize, you have left two to one minute.
9: Sorry, Chair. Okay. Um, that is a, a last issue, Chairperson. Uh, so, those people are moving to Zulet That means they add more informal settlement in what 16. Those people are sitting now there without any water, any toilet. When they want to go to toilet, they use a plastic bag, short plastic bag. Then they throw it in a dumping site. That is painful chairperson. Thank you, chairperson.
0: Thank you very much, uh, honourable.
9: Uh,
0: Thank you very much. Uh, um, can we then have the deputy to respond.
14: Thank you, chairperson. Um, yes, the uh, complaints by councillor Mangali. Can be can be broadly summarised as follows: the general service delivery issues, uh, the new housing Mandela Square, the, the project there, the 652 so-called, and then the money is being regained by province for the Transex project, and then the upgrading of informal settlements. Madam Chair, um, the part, our partner in in these efforts are the uh, the provincial housing settlements um, department and they are with us in this discussion. And uh, I also have my own team here, the, the technical team, led by the municipal manager and other senior managers, who is also with me in this discussion. Um, um, having listened to what Councillor Mangali has said, I think it is prudent that we should firstly start the discussion regarding the new housing Mandela Square uh, project because Should we build new houses, that will obviously alleviate the general service delivery issues. So, may I ask Madam Chair, with your permission, if Mr. Prashen Dhaka can do the presentation on behalf of the Provincial Housing Department, because Councillor Mangale has also involved them in this, and the, the, the presentation by province will be more or less the same as the presentation by our own Breda Valley Housing Section. So, if Mr. Prasen Shindaka is still online, already, Chair, I would, with your permission, ask him to do the presentation on the uh, new Mandiala Square, as indicated by Councillor Mangali.
0: Okay, and the informal settlement?
14: That's correct. Yeah, the informal settlement will, will be done by our own housing manager, Mr. Mr. Magye. Yeah. You can can we can we finalize your imp,
0: your inputs? Then we go to the province, then we go to national, so that
14: uh, we don't go back uh, and forth. Yeah, sure. Let me say then from the BVM side, Blue Valley side, I would like to call on Mr. Stephen majeki our housing manager, uh, to talk about the upgrading of the informal settlements, the ISSP program, um, which will also touch on on the question of. Uh, the people living in the informal settlements. And um, for, for, for now, yes, I would like to. Mr. Yes, sir. Hello. Hello, Mr. So, if Mr. Mayeki could, could um, handle the informal settlements uh, as well as the service delivery issues, indicating the chemical toilets and standpipes, and that uh, what we have done thus far uh, so that we can, you know, um, respond to councillor mayeki's allegation that we are delivering no services whatsoever. Um I need I think we need to touch on that. So Jay with your permission I would like to ask Mr. Mayeki to do his deliveries Okay, Mr.
0: Mayeki
15: uh, good afternoon honorable members and the committee as well as the officials. Uh, uh maybe to 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 start to start responding to councillor mangali the, uh, I might just mention two issues uh, on, on New Mandela and north Mandela is two different areas in terms in terms of our planning uh, 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 Firstly new Mandela uh, is been is been developed fully developed in other words there's services. Uh, there's roads, there is flush toilets, there is electricity. North Mandela, you know, is an area that has developed over over the years, and all these years until November 2019 has been outside the urban edge in terms of municipal boundaries. So, so, so I think that maybe we need to first deal with that. Uh, so, the first study Councillor Mangali refers to is with relation to the informal area, mostly in Mandela and it only focused on 2,000 structures. The program was sponsored by, by DPSA, and we could only do 2,000 informal settlements. So, if you look at the area of the councillor mentioned, what, 18? We have close to 7,000, if not more, structures that are concentrated in that area. So if you take 2,000 from a 7,000, so that shows you that the work that was done previously was not enough to give us sufficient information in order to plan for the development of the entire area. So the current study we're doing now, that is based on the ISSP program, is to give us enough data for to proceed with the planning and it includes the entire area which is North Mandela and Aspat. So those are so it's not a waste of money. We have to continue the current service provider will proceed where the the, 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 the service provider Kayamani that was mentioned ended up. So uh, we can have a conclusive report for council to make a decision. As well as for the department to be in a position to to to, to fund air upgrade of some sort in the in the in the area. So there is a project in place that we've registered in terms of the ISSP to develop New Mandela. Council has dealt with the planning issues, in particular the the boundaries. The boundaries have been extended. To include all those informal settlements, so that we're in a position to provide more services. What we are, pro- we are providing currently in New Mandela, <clears throat> in Old Mandela, and including not in, in North Mandela, let me say Mandela for the sake of progress, in the new in, in the Old Mandela uh, 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 informal settlement, we're providing chemical toilets. We we're providing standpipes. We are also providing now, with the help of the, of, of the Department of Water and Sanitation, the, the tanks. The tanks that were provided to us, we, we got 25 tanks, water tanks. 14 of those tanks were all installed in, in 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 that area, as addition to what we've been providing over the years. The reason we've done that because we understand the shortcomings. Because the recent in invasion of that of that piece of land, the extension of that land, happened with the violence that happened in Avian Park, and that has created a situation where the existing services could not cope. And at the same times last year, when in the small ass- in the assessment that was done in 2016, we used that assessment to increase the level of chemical toilets as well. So roughly, we spent we spend in monetary terms around three hundred thousand monthly to provide only the, the chemical toilets, while we're in the process of providing of, of developing the area in order to accommodate more people. Now, I think that does it in in terms. Uh, 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 I should end there in terms of providing services. So, it, It's it's a pity I'm not able to put a slide because in the the presentation or in a slide, in the numbers we have, it would give the members enough idea as to what are we talking about because all the services that we are providing in the area have been plotted in a map and and they are existing there. Of course, we acknowledge that there is shortcomings because with informal settlements and the increased number of people moving in the area we, we 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 are bound to, 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 to be short. Okay.
0: You
15: so are like yeah. that you cannot put the slide on the system. Um, can, I, can I can I put the slide? I, I'm not allowed into I cannot from, from where I'm sitting, Chair President.
0: Hold it, so. Hold it, so. Yes, Chair, we have
7: the slides. As he was talking, I was watching the new Mandela and the, the old Mandela chair.
0: Okay, no, no, I wanted to for Koliswa to assist them to put the slide, because that's what we do in the meeting. Koliswa. Hello, sir. So can you give them the rights to 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 put their slides or or you you have the copy, put the copy on Mr. the Mr. you can put the presentation on the slide, on your side.
15: No, that option is not available for me because I'm not the host.
0: the okay. teaching that I have is from the is from the provincial department. Are you talking to that one?
15: In a in a spread, is is it in a form of a letter or in a form of a presentation?
0: Of a letter.
3: no, no that but let me
15: let for the, for the sake of progress because the, the letter from the department then will take up on the, the issues in terms of the project but before I step down maybe in terms of the New Mandela project, the, the other issue that maybe need, the members need to understand, the issue of the beneficiaries in the project. When we talk about the beneficiary in New Mandela and Old Mandela, we are talking about beneficiaries that are occupying the service plots uh, 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 so so members will understand when you deal with the uh, infields project you know it, it gets complicated because we have to deal with existing people You don't have the luxury of having beneficiaries beforehand that has been the achilles in the entire project hence we've been going back and forth to the community to find ways to deal with the beneficiary administration I hope I've covered everything from the end but I'll wait for the questions in there. Thank you.
0: Thank you. thank you very much Mr. Maikiso uh, provincial department women's assessment
1: Afternoon afternoon chairperson um, honorable members and colleagues can you can you hear me okay?
0: Yes, yes,
1: we can. Okay. Afternoon, I'll be brief, Chair. My, my name is Prashane Chandakar. I'm the director for the Overberg and Wineland meeting, uh, the Overberg and Wineland's areas at the provincial departments in the implementation section. Um, thank you for sharing. We prepared a report. The, the first thing I just want to deal with is the councillor's query around the TransHex project and he made a statement that funding was sent back from the municipality to the provincial department so i just wanted to give some clarity around that number one we did prepare a comprehensive report on that query for the municipality last year the transhex project is a provincially run project the department of human settlements the provincial department is the client we hire the contractors directly we hire the consultants directly right and so the 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 funds that are allocated to the project in each financial year are actually spent by the department even though it shows as a municipal allocation together with the other projects number one that project which has it did have some delays with respect to the underestimation of the amount of rock it's a very rocky site number one and number two there were some delays to the contractors with respect to community delays as well as the delays of uh, local subcontracting therefore the, the project did not spend as much as we had had budgeted for in the previous financial year and therefore those funds were not paid to the municipality so it wasn't the sense of the, the funds were given to the municipality, and they underspent, and the funds were returned to the department. It was simply the department that was running the project, which had a few issues on it, and therefore the project achieved what it did in that financial year. At this point in time, the project has serviced 1,500 sites, and we've started with the um, construction of the top structures which are underway at the moment, so it's back on track. So I'm closing that issue on TransHex just so that everybody is clear and we can take some questions on it um, uh, later if you want, Chair. Now to get to the new Mandela Square uh, query, this project, this is the report that's on the screen at the moment. The project was initially approved in 2002 for 1,800 opportunities, and 1,800 sites have been serviced to date. Now how it normally works with respect to top structures is. When the municipality is ready to do a phase or a block of top structures, they then submit a separate application to the department based on the current subsidy quantum at the time, whether they've got enough uh, beneficiaries for that phase, and um, whether all the development planning rights and, and so forth are in place. So at this point in time, the first phase of that has been constructed. I'm just going to give you the exact figure in the report. It is 626 top structures has been built to date on those urban, right? The second phase, which which the councillor is referring to now, is the 652 opportunities, which is the application, which is with the department at the moment. Now, the councillor firstly mentioned that it has been approved, and I think he was alluding to the fact that the overall project has been approved. However, this specific phase of top structures of 652 has not been approved by the provincial department. Number one, because of, a, like Mr. Mayeki said earlier, <laughs> there's a lack of qualifying beneficiaries at the moment. Mm. So the de- provincial department cannot approve it. Yes. First, yes. The second thing is we no. require the, the site development plan as well as the traffic impact assessment um, and some other development rights to be in
8: place
0: can, can we request that we mute our mic uh, those that are not speaking. Thank you proceed uh, director.
1: Sure, thank you chair. So it was we we as a department we simply said that we require the site development plan, the traffic impact assessment, and the township establishment information. So we can get those three things, the municipality is currently busy with them, as well as the qualifying beneficiary issues of the 652 qualifying beneficiaries. Then we can relook look at this specific 652 TOPS application and uh, and consider it for approval. What we have done is we've allowed for it on the budget for the next financial year, 2122, in anticipation of these issues being resolved. Then thirdly, the remaining top structures that the councillor was talking about, the municipality has said that they intend to apply for those in future in, in, in future phases. Well, that's, that's the remainder of them. But as municipalities normally do, as they get one phase ready with qualifying beneficiaries and um, the proper application in place, then we implement that phase. And then once that is completed or while it's being completed, they would get the, the following phase ready for approval. Uh, Chairperson, that basically covers covers it from the provincial department side. If there's any questions, I'm um, welcome to take them. And everything that I've mentioned now is in the comprehensive report that we sent to the Portfolio Committee. Thank you, Chair.
4: Hello, Chairperson. Thank you very much, uh, Director. Uh, can we get the national department to make their inputs <coughs> National DDG.
1: Uh, Jefferson, may, may I come in just, just on one item, please? I just wanted to, to mention to the meeting that mm-hmm. in, before the lockdown in February, when the query was first raised, we were visited by colleagues from National, it Chose, and, um, and the others from the Stakeholder Management Unit. They requested that this report be done, and um, we did complete it and we sent it to them. So it is in hand, and I think their next step was to go and engage their community, but um, the lockdown happened. So that's just it from my side. Thanks, Jay. Okay. The says, hand is raised now.
3: Okay. Thank you.
0: Thank you very much, uh, the Director. Uh, are we not getting the DDG? Hello, Sean. Sean, can you assist with getting the DDG?
11: Yeah, sorry, Chair, I'm just battling with connectivity. Can you hear me now, Chair?
3: Yes, yes, yes.
11: Okay. My my apologies, Chair. Chair, just to indicate from the department side, I'm going to ask, uh, I've got uh, Mr. Chose from the Deputy Minister's Office. Uh, and Chair, they've been involved in uh, trying to assist in resolving this matter. So with your permission, I'm just going to ask Mr. Joseph if he could. Indicate. I know that that uh, as of February this year, uh, there's been a number of engagements uh, and commitments to try and resolve the issue and bring the parties together. Uh, with your permission, Chair, can I ask Mr. Chose?
16: Thank you. Thank you very much, Chair. I uh, hope you can hear me. Uh, indeed, we can confirm that. Uh, the Department of Human Settlements through the Office of the Deputy Minister, Pem Chwete, did receive and interacted with the councillor as early February. Immediately after that, Chair, we can confirm that uh, um, we visited the area and also we had a discussion with the councillor concerned. Also, Chair, we can confirm that um, we did organise a uh, IGR uh, meetings uh, that took place between the spheres of government in an attempt to try and bring everybody under one roof. Uh, lastly, Chair, we can confirm that, unfortunately, the last meeting that we had uh, around uh, March, the decision was that the province will compile the report, and then that report will be taken by both the Deputy Minister and the MEC uh, to the community and presented live to the community so that we can have a uh, fruitful interaction between government as well as the community. Unfortunately, that meeting was scheduled for the first week of April, and uh, that was the period um, and where um, public gatherings were no more um, 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 are permitted to take place. But however, um, interactions were happening. So that's how far, Chair, we have left it up until now. The comprehensive report has been compiled by the province, and then it was presented here today. Thank you very much, Chair.
4: Hello,
0: Chairperson? Chairperson. are you there, Chair? Chairperson, unmute yourself, please. Okay. Sorry, members. Uh, th- thank you very much, um, Deputy Minister's office. Um, Councillor, do are you agree in agreement with the process that has uh, unfolded? Uh, um, because there is a for me, there is a work in progress, um, um, as, as as outlined by the officer, that uh, they were supposed to go and engage the communities and and uh, with the province, and they were going to develop a, a plan out of the engagement with the communities. So you have. Is there any Anything that you want to say before we members engage with the presentation? Councillor? Okay. Thank you.
9: Yes, Chairperson, I have some few uh, questions that I have for the Greater Municipality and the province. If, if you allow me to ask those questions, Chairperson. Okay. May I proceed, Chaperson? Okay. Chaperson. Uh, as I hear, as I hear what uh, Mr. Maiyegi said and and the prov- and the province said, I'm not agree on what they said, Chaperson. Firstly, they said the six the six five project was not approved. How can the project not approved, but they appoint the contractor. They already appoint the contractor. The name of the co- contractor is Power Construction. Then they said now the, the project was not approved. Yes, there is a difference between uh, in New Mandela and Mandela North, of which we talk two different uh, areas. The last area is the area Those people are coming from Ivan Park. But that area is a separate with the Mandela North and Aspart. The issue of urban edge is not an issue that we received last year, that extension of urban edge is already extended. No, 2019 percent. They put electricity. The Valley Municipality put electricity in Mandela North. The project was not finished yet. The half of the Mandela North, not, not a, half, a quarter of a Mandela North, they have electricity. But the majority of them, they don't have a, a, a electricity. There is a there is a difficult uh, there is a, a difference. With
0: Can- a report, a written report. Yes, Lucy. Yes. Councillor. I can't even Lucy. I was saying that uh, the the last speaker from the DM's office, he's saying that they have interacted with yourselves and the province and the municipalities. What they were waiting, what they were supposed to have done was to prepare a report. And come back to you with the community, and then engage on the report. And from that report, obviously, um, you would ask questions. They will clarify, and there will be the deputy minister will be part of that, that meeting, and there will be a way forward. So with that, can we take it that, that there is a progress on this matter, and therefore allow? That process that the deputy minister, because so you have forward this thing, this matter even to them, they are going to they are going to assist in intervening working with the province and municipalities. So so without coming into an argument with the greater value municipality, and we allow the, the deputy minister to come and mediate uh, in the area with the people and resolve this matter. So that as parliament, we will arrange with the deputy minister after the engagement to come and brief us and will later come in and, and when there is a when it's normal there's normality, we'll come and visit the area and see what is happening. So can we allow this process? Because now it's going to be you and, and them and, and and the deputy minister is not even in part of this meeting, as the one that is intervening. If if you allow um, that process, can you allow that process?
9: Okay, check. Chair, uh, uh, yes, 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 I allow yes, that process and I agree with Ms. Dave. Okay. Honorable yes, Chairperson, I allow that process. Yes.
0: Okay, thank you very much. Uh, honorable members. Thank you, Chair. Can we agree that uh, because the deputy minister has engaged with the uh, province and municipalities and they are supposed to go back to the community, being the third third, uh, sphere of government to go and interact with the community, can we allow that process to come to go and be finalized and then we can then um get the deputy minister uh, later on to come and brief us on the matter um and then we can we can take it further from that level because the presentation shows that interaction has not has not reached its finality or has not reached the conclusion can i get a response from members Honorable thank you chair Master. member Tzeghi. okay
5: and me too.
0: Later. <laughs> okay. Can can I get uh, Honorable thank you?
5: Thank you,
7: Chair. Uh, thank you, Chair. And the Councillor, thank you very much. And Councillor, please, continue to raise this thing. And many people in the Western Cape we have noticed that they are living in a very despicable conditions. And want to support you. Continue. You can even have the contacts of the chairperson beyond this. After 30 days, you can check with us on how far is it. We are going to support you as the committee all the way. And we want to thank you. The, thanks the department's intervention. So feel free. And I say viva, Councillor, continue to raise the community issues.
2: Thank you, Chair. Uh, thank you, Honourable Power. Thanks, Chairperson. Yeah, I mean, I I really welcome the um, robust engagement on this, and I think that the provincial department's presentation adequately addresses um, what went wrong here. But I think just you know we know that the um, the community invaded. The area that was earmarked for decanting because this was a UISP and we've seen uh, from from the presentation that you know the budget Am I
7: allowed to call allowed the
2: order, for the um the seven thousand structures, two thousand opportunities be yielded. Can I allow, be allowed to call order chair? Member Powell is out of order. No, no, honorable
3: Turkey.
0: Honorable Turkey. Allow yes, to his view. I, I know that uh, I've asked a particular question. Allow her to raise his view and then probably we'll come back to the issue. Okay. Allow her to raise his
7: issues. Yes. May, maybe we'll be given an opportunity to <laughs> comment no, no, on that. No. Sir. Thank you.
2: Honorable, Honorable, Tiki, Honorable Tiki, I, I didn't no even know to respond to your comment about the socialist ideology. So, can we just focus on the business of today, please, and stop interrupting one another? So what I was just going to say is that I think that what's going on here is, is it's indicative of a of a much wider national problem. We're seeing land invasions across the country out of control as obviously a result of, of government's failure to, to provide basic services. Sadly, uh, at the budget uh, on Wednesday, we saw the ANC supporting a budget that, that cut the Housing Department's HSDG budget, which which departments like the Western Cape Provincial Government used to provide formal top structures by 1.7 billion rand. We saw the ANC in Parliament cut the USDG budget, which municipalities like Breida Valley used to provide taps and toilets and, 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 and provide for people's basic dignity by 1.1 billion rand. But, but, you know, there was 2.5 billion rand available for e-tolls. Um, so, you know, I think that this is indicative of a, of, a, of a larger situation that we're seeing take place across the country, and I really do applaud the West Central provincial government's um, dedication to the delivery of of human settlements and above national service standard. Um, basic services like taps and toilets consistently. And then also just to note that the Western Cape uh, was actually the only province in South Africa to spend 100% of their HSDG in the past financial year. So that's all for me, Chair. Um, I unfortunately have another meeting, so I'm going to log off at this point. Thank you, Chairperson.
9: <laughs> Why do you want to
0: uh, log off? Because you're speaking. Uh, <laughs> Okay. Allow. Uh, let's allow the meeting to proceed. Uh, uh, Honorable Masala, thanks so much, Chairperson. Uh, Chair, Chair uh, you know it, it is very sad. We witness every day the inhumane issue of not having proper shelter by our people. Mm. These places where our people stay, they have no proper running water. They don't have toilets. They are there is no electricity.
7: You you don't have people. You don't call people I, our people.
0: It is it it is congested. Uh, what I want to say, uh, I, I'm very happy in the manner which uh, the the, the councillor did it by raising his voice. We must never allow a situation where we are silent when we, are, we experience uh, problems. But my suggestion is there, there seem to be confusion in terms of the development in the two areas. Perhaps the two parties must go and sit down again, as the chair have uh, suggested, and engage to get a clear understanding and then uh, since you know, the chair have already even spoken about the minister the deputy minister intervening let it be and come back to us so that we can see check on the progress of this matter and it must not take long uh, chairperson maybe as you have said that in two months or one month the, the the committee must sit again and we discuss on this matter to check uh, progress thank you thank you honorable musalla honorable uh, T- ma honorable
5: thanks, Mashi- uh, 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 thanks chairperson <coughs> how i wish we will not politicize the processes of the petition uh, and de- deal with it differently and leave the meeting because it is in Western Cape. It is very unfortunate. And, uh, and, uh, and I'm sure finally you are, you, are, you, are, you are coming to that point. There is a, vi- a clear cut uh, process that is taking place, the award counselor in a council meeting. Ma- Mangali is a word councillor, he's raising a word issue. And the Council of Bredeville says there is a process to address that word, word issue within their council structure. And this is councillor says. He, he does not, he, 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 he now accepts what the council says. and But the matter is already at national government. When the Council of Bredeville is addressing the problem. The provincial government is addressing the problem, but the deputy minister is addressing the one, the very same problem of one word councillor in a ward of Pretoria, not necessarily in Western Cape, but in a in what one ward in Cape Town, and we, we say it is it is it is hallelujah it is I mean we are becoming a referee in a in a soccer match somewhere in Pretoria Valley. I'm not saying it is not important. It is, but the process is that if a ward having a problem shall raise the matter with council. If council does not satisfy him, he can take it to the province. If the province does not satisfy, he can come to national. Now, in this case, it comes from a, a ward direct to the to, 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 to council. And now the, the the province and the, the even the council itself must come and answer before us to answer their own word Councillor in the area. It is not necessarily a correct way to deal with issues, but it is here. The deputy minister is addressing the problem. Let's accept it. And I wish I'm mean, a Jefferson, we do not politicize these petitions. Because these petitions are residential problems, are not party problems. We must and, and I think I agree with Musala in, in, in a way that let us address the people of South Africa who have got problems irrespective of the party they belong to. And in addressing them, we must never be parties in, in talking to these to items. We should be members of parliament and members of council and address the problems. When we go and address them one by one at the places, yes, we can talk our politics, but for as long as we, we does not want to be members of parliament to address issues of parliament, we will have a difficulty of addressing the needs of the operation of parliament. But I agree with you, Chair. Let's allow the Deputy Minister has already intervened. Let him go back, and within that particular time, we can come back and talk, but we must avoid a situation where a, a, a one resident in a street in, in, in personal water can bring a matter to national parliament and therefore we all run onto that particular
0: street corner. Thank you, Chair. Uh, th- th- thank you, Honourable Mashiro. I think that issue for now the laws allow that. That's why we had a member of parliament who sitting in the committee's petitions. The the municipality in the we attended the petition. The law says that any member can do that. I think it's something that if if you feel um, it doesn't work out well uh of course uh, if you look it in, in the near future it can even destabilize the system that we have put it in place so but we should then for now it's a law that is required and as members of parliament we have seen that loophole that we have a, a particular areas so where we can raise these things for it to be uh, corrected that in the near future and when we say the issues of 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 addressing the issues of communities, and in this case, the What seller took upon himself to, to represent these communities. But the issue is, as we are raising is it actually this matter helping the system to be able to deal with the issue uh, as we as we move forward? Is something that we can raise it with, the, with the parliament and look at, at that and, and, and amend the 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 law that is uh, 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 regulating the matter. But for now, as we are saying, if it's here, we're saying, counselor, let the councillor, because the deputy minister already has advanced in that area, let's wait the process of executive to take its course and then they'll come back and speak and, and back to us. And I agree that it should not take time. And I want to put this thing, honorable members, that the program of, of parliament. It's very tight such that even ourselves uh, that were supposed to handle the matters as come from communities, uh, you find that it's a tight program of parliament that we must fit ourselves in. So, so that that's something that we must we must note. We might say two months, but at the, that two months it, it doesn't happen because there are other issues that uh, by law we should uh, actually uh, deals with them. Uh, before the, 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 the other issue and we're taking all the issues as important as being presented in this committee. Can I then get uh, Honorable uh, um, I'm told uh, Honorable person doesn't have views on the human settlement
4: Honorable uh, Mohoto
0: Honorable Mohoto I'm covered, Chairperson. Thank you. Thank you, Chairperson. Thank you. Thank you, Chairperson. I think I'm covered with your with your way forward of saying we we have to wait for the process to unfold in um. Uh, whilst the, minister, the deputy minister and the team and the provincial and the, the uh, local government, the municipality, interacting with the community. We appreciate that, Chair. But just to, Chair, to request you to talk to, to, to Honorable Power, to say she must, must not come here with a narrow mind and talk whatever that she wants to talk, that is a nonsense actually, and leave the meeting. It's out of order. He must say whatever that he wants to say. Be in the meeting so that he can be able to wait for the response. Chairperson. So in future, he must behave in a man that is human. We are not going to allow that as members of the portfolio committee. <laughs> Otherwise, I appreciate the, the progress report that has been done and will wait for the DM as a mediator to bring the report to the portfolio committee. Thank you very much. We understand the challenges that are facing Cape Town and we don't want to politicize that because every day we are seeing a lot of evictions in Cape Town. The minister has uh, indicated last week in a budget vote that uh, the city of Cape Town is not uh, spending its grants. Every time they do have rollovers, we know that, but we don't want to speak about them. So she must not just come here and speak as if they're doing well, all is well in Cape Town. We know our people are struggling. We know there are no services in Cape Town. That's what we understand, but we don't want to politicize that. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you, Honorable Zeke. <coughs> um honorable taffin 20 <coughs> <laughs>
3: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah i Hello, yeah. uh, yep. lost so chepasin. yes ma what well, is Can you, hear, hear you Yes. Yes. The same thing. I issue of The Hello. remember twenty six years could call you, Mama as Honorable class, <laughs> can you mute <meet> yourself? Honorable <laughs> you, <can> you continue. Continue. <laughs> you get me, Person now. <laughs> yes. <Can you> continue. Continue, Honorable
3: Honorable
0: Yes. Continue. Yeah, what's the Move again. Go. <laughs> there is someone that is not Ignore them and talk to us. We <laughs> listening. And police, can you, can you mute these people and and uh, Honorable Chafee, mute yourself. Unmute yourself, Honorable Chafee. Yes,
12: ma'am.
0: We listening. Yeah, I'm going to listen. Ewa? We can hear you. Say, <laughs> i OK, okay. <laughs> I'm going to you, so, and the boy in the end, for by to which is the party, particularly for 26 years of democracy, but still, abantu have been a So, as the committee of the suppose, is so, I more especially in Cape Town, in Cape Town there is a crisis Since EDA that is leading the Cape Town, but even in the Eastern Cape, there is a crisis here. And it's a price. It's a price. It's a than I have South Africa. Because of the SDF For change abantu now, We give you people a visit jaggedientes We you control how this會elf and we must create South Africa, and we're twenty six years of democrats. Still commander bashala is battle. I'm going to say commander uh, Bakokela Bandu. I'm about to come off Negab Security Part Matting It's because of it. About to say our cock. So many fun powerlands are lower Okay, Honorable Honourable Remember, because we are raising issues when we say we're closing, I'm going to allow them to respond. Uh, provincial department and, and municipality,
14: Chairman. If I may, if I may yes. respond on behalf of the Berede Valley Municipality, yes, uh, we note the directive and the direction that we are entering into. I just want to add that, uh, together with the report submitted by the provincial department from BVM side, we okay. would like to we would like to add uh, what we have done thus far for the provision of basic services North Mandela and the other informal settlements within within Zewelitemba. That's number one. And number two, I want to place on the record uh, Honourable Chair that we are in constant discussions around all these issues with all ward councillors, especially Councillor Mangali. Um, My door is open and so is the door of the Municipal Manager and the Executive Mayor, Councilor Mangali knows that all ward councillors are welcome to discuss whatever is necessary with us each and every day. We've also set up a meeting with the ward councillors of that specific uh, township for next week. Um, Councilor Mangali is aware of that. He's also aware of a sort of workshop that we'll have with all the service delivery issues in and around our towns. With specific reference to the four wars in Galatema. So, thanks for the record, Madam Chair, and I thank you for the opportunity. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, uh, Province.
1: Thank you, Chairperson. Um, I just wanted to say that we agree with the resolutions of the meeting. We will continue to engage with the Deputy Minister's officials, as well as the municipality and the councillors. And um, just, just to note that we are following due process in terms of uh, the approval of projects, as well as the budgeting process. Um, it has been followed to the T, and if, if um, the, the Commission wants to engage on the report that we submitted, it is quite comprehensive and covers all aspects. So we, we look forward to engaging on it going forward. Thank you, Chair, for the opportunity.
4: Mm-hmm.
16: Uh, thank you very much. CM's uh, office. Uh, yeah. Thank you very much, Chaperson. Chaperson, um, we, we, we can commit that we can commit that Chaperson. We are going to endeavor with the spirit of ITR on this matter up until uh, all uh, issues are attended to. Thank you. Okay.
0: Thank you very much. Uh, I think, uh, 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 what, Councillor, your last word? You are fine.
9: Uh Chairperson thank you very much, Chairperson. I appreciate what the committee did and I hope that uh, there will be a follow-up meeting as the office of the DM said, it can be assist us because there is a difference when a written report and also a physical. Because someone was there, they can see what I'm saying now. And in point of correction, I didn't jump a province. I sent the email to the province before I sent the email to the national committee. So I just want to correct that. Uh, I raised this in, in a municipality platform. Then I take it up to the province. Thank you very much, Chairperson. Okay. Thank you very much, uh, What Councillor. I
0: think uh, we. we we, we, we have concluded that uh, we acknowledge that there is a process that the, both the municipality, and the department, and the DM's office are engaged. We will await for that process to unfold and we expect the report um, from the DM uh, and the province and municipalities. And I want to thank you, Councillor, for raising this issue. But you see, what Honorable Mashiwa is raising is very important. That if can we can imagine we've got 159 municipalities, and if 159 municipalities which have got councillors more than 5,000, all of them petitions uh, their <clears throat> government might have a serious. And, and this parliament will be dysfunctional because we might not have the capacity ourselves because we are only 400 to deal with, the, with 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 that we we want to applaud applaud on you to say that speaker has opened the offices um and let's engage when there is no co- agreement then proceed to the higher level i think that will help and cement the intergovernmental <laughs> relations, but we'll continue with this matter because it's before us, and we want to thank you for having raised that. Probably, uh, when you, you are seated as a word councillor, you are a cold face of service delivery, and people, uh, when they engage, they engage with you, and you just felt that you should actually stand up and take this matter up. We appreciate that, but we were saying that let's cement our intergovernmental relation between our local municipalities, province, and national. And if if provinces does not, not respond, national uh, they, they, they can respond and bring all of you together and resolve the matter. So thank you very much, uh, 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 honourable members, for your time. And we want to thank the city of Cape, the 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 province of of, of Cape Town and the. The Bradley Valley Municipality for availing yourselves and, and the Office of the Deputy Minister and the, uh, the DG's office. We, we, we thank you very much, and, Honorable Members, the meeting stands adjourned. Thank, thank you, you Chair. Thank you. Masala. Thank you.
1: Masala.
0: Chair. Thank you, Chair. Honorable Monsala. <laughs>
6: <ONEosc> <WATOM>! The fate, le
0: fate, the fate, the
6: fate, the
4: fate, the fate, the fate,